Hi, P1s. This is TC Fleming coming to you live from River Sean Park. Dirty cold to go, been cold since cold flow. Got a wire to enlarge and I'll set a fire down below. I hang it up when you say sorry, didn't know. Probably got a year, ten to go, so let's go. I don't really know how to go slow. Just got done walking in the snow. God damn that motherfucking cold. Welcome. <laughs> I am recording this right after the podcast, so <laughs> you'll know now why I'm kind of giggling. Um... Welcome to another dumb podcast. I am Brad C. Uh, we had a special guest tonight, and I'm going to make this one quick because this is a uh, this is a long one. But I think you should listen to absolutely every word. You know, I know you're like you open the podcast, and you're like, oh my god, there's two hours. Hey man, don't think of it as you got to wa- you got to listen to this in in one sitting. Take a tank, you know, take thirty minutes, take a break, take another thirty minutes listen to it so for this podcast and another dumb podcast we (laughs) i just said podcast way too much (laughs) but uh we had our our good friends jacob and jay cranfield are back uh but we have one special guest is tc fleming uh from it's just banner and ticket fame we uh (laughs) we had a good time i i have to admit um I I can't I can't complain at all about how this went. I uh, I was if you listen to the last podcast, uh it was basically produced on air that we were going to have TC on and we had TC on and it was actually very enjoyable and I uh I don't regret a thing. I think it's um it was a very very good podcast and it's just it uh it kind of goes all over the place, but you know what? It's still really good because TC gets into some of the things that happened at the ticket and, and what he went through. And I, uh, I, um, I had my skeptics. <laughs> I was skeptical at a point to have him on the podcast. I didn't know if we were just me and TC are going to fight all the whole time or, uh, have disagreements, but, I made the decision, and some people can disagree with this and have their their problems with TC, and and I even have my problems with TC. But it's not in the in the point of I think TC's a bad person. Uh, TC's a good guy. He took the time to say, "Hey, sure, I got." I mean, does he have anything else to do? I don't know, but. He made the time to sit there and go, you know what? I'm going to go on this podcast and I'm going to talk to these guys for well over, well over two hours. I, uh, I, I'm grateful for that, and I'm not, I'm not lost on that. Any type of disagreements that we had in the past, I've got, I've got no problem with some guy who's like, you know what? Screw it. I mean, he had. I'm not saying the balls. It's not like I was going to sit there and go, listen here, TC, you know, this is going to be real adversarial podcast. No, I mean, he came on the podcast and he was going to talk about the things that we want to talk about. And, you know, he 
he also talked about the things that he wanted to talk to talk about. So I think it was a great podcast. And don't be intimidated by the amount of time that is on this podcast. I'm going to try to cut it down as best I can. But regardless, it's still a great podcast. Even if it's three hours long, it's still a great podcast. So I appreciate everybody who listens. I'm going to say this. I know there's an ad in there somewhere. You probably will miss it because it's very quick. Um, I will make the the plead to say, hey, if you have a dollar or maybe even $2 or $5, uh, help support the podcast because it's not just me. It's Jay. It's Jacob. We take our time to do this. Um, I po- I uh, <laughs> I edit the podcast as best I can. Uh, sometimes it's not as as crisp as I would as I would like, but I do. But we take our time out of the day, and um, I would like to keep this podcast going and uh, have other great guests like TC, Bob Sturm, Mark Followell, uh, Grego. Um, name your pick. Um, and I, I love the direction that this podcast has gone. And it's so much fun for me. Uh, this will not be anything where I, I tell my boss to take this job and shove it or anything like that. I have no delusions of that. But for me and Jay and Jacob to make the time to do this type of thing, I don't want it to be like, hey, you know, I know we're friends. Uh, we've, we've become friends. Uh, me and Jacob are already friends, but Jay, we've we've become friends. At least I will say. Um, but if you could support us, we would greatly appreciate it. In the tab, the podcast that you see, there is a uh, a link to give us uh, a donation, a listener support, and we will not turn it away. And we would greatly appreciate it. There's one person, I'm going to just be upfront with the entire audience. There's one person who supports this podcast and we greatly appreciate it. His name is Mark. And uh, it's a great thing and we appreciate it. And if more people did that, just even a dollar, five dollars, it doesn't matter, man. It, it's it's greatly appreciated and we know that, oh, people are listening to this. So, hey, maybe we'll do this every week. You know, every week is sometimes a little hard for us because... Um, you know, Jacob's going through NBA. I'm, I've got this job and it's, it's sometimes hard to schedule for us to go out and, and do the podcast. And we're like, Oh, there is some incentive to do it. Um, and do a great podcast. I mean, we're already, I mean, we, we do a fun podcast that is, uh, I think, not so much informative. I don't want to do it like a podcast that's like, whoa, we're teaching you stuff. We want to do a podcast that's fun and that everyone's like just laughing together and having a good time. And that's what we're trying to do. So I know this has gone well over the five minutes that I've allotted that we usually do, but I, I just want to tell you, uh, help us out, but follow everybody at, on Twitter, follow TC at TC1310. He should change that, shouldn't he? Follow me at I am Brad C. Follow Jacob at 
at JD Sailors and at JD, uh, not JD, at J Cranfill. I'll have all the links at the below. So follow us all. Um, let's have a good time and enjoy. This is a really fun podcast. I'm sorry this intro is so long, but I, I had I had thoughts and I wanted you to listen to them. So enjoy. Well, welcome to another dumb podcast. Uh, we, we've got a nice special guest, and I guess we got to thank Jacob because he decided to produce for his second time in the podcast history. Yes, everybody praise me. So please. you've got Mark Followell, mm-hmm. and now you have the one, the only TC Fleming. It's my blue hey guys. eyes, man. It's my blue <laughs> Thanks eyes. Thanks for having me. Wait, wait to talk <laughs> over the guest, Jacob. Jesus. Yeah, dude, that's that's what I'm here to do. Sorry, I'm here we're to not win everything. Thank you for coming on, TC. No problem. Well, I, I really didn't know how we were going to get into everything that we were going to get into. So, uh, where were you born, TC? I guess we'll just start from the beginning. <laughs> you want to know where I was born? <laughs> um, Edward Hospital, Naperville, Illinois. So you, hey, TC. So you were, I'm sorry, Brad. Go ahead. Can I offer? Can Can I offer just a um, just a warning here you've probably covered every little thing we're going to ask tonight in your podcast oh i, I don't you can, yeah but yeah sorry for the redundancy because i was trying no, to no, think no. of it's, anything that i haven't I already walk. heard in the podcast so anything i, I, I don't think around of, you probably have covered and i talked to have heard every podcast i've ever done uh, I, I, okay. I i don't mind repeating Good. stuff okay it's no big deal so please don't be offended if we ask something you've already covered yeah no, no, no. I, I don't think that we've talked about Edward Hospital in the podcast. I'm about to say. Okay, I, good. <laughs> I think I've heard Naperville, but I haven't heard about the the actual hospital. So. I thought he was born in Notre Dame, like on the football like field. Like in the football, you know. That's, that's what I understood. <laughs> uh, it's about two hours away. Okay. Well, it's funny so that only, you actually are from only. Chicago, like, but you're not from Chicago. Yeah, people who live in Chicago, if you told them I'm from Naperville, they'd be like, Ah, that's not Chicago. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's forty-five minutes. It's but I don't know. It's hard for Dallas people because, like, I mean, Dallas is a giant metropolis, but uh, Chicago is really fucking big and it's on a lake, so the suburbs tend to be farther from downtown because you can't have suburbs uh, east of downtown because there's water. Yeah. So Naperville say- is not a super far suburb relatively. I would say it's kind of like a Frisco. I mean, I've been to Naperville, but I would, oh yeah, I would consider it like a like a frisco i mean it was just outside and it's you know fairly... See, i would say like saint charles geneva is more like frisco like frisco is like the edge of civilization i guess prosper is coming up a little bit but yeah uh you can keep going past naperville and there's plenty of uh plenty of subdivisions and whatnot well i guess i would say it's uh it's nicer part of chicago yeah 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 it's uh it's pretty nice <laughs> It wasn't, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to give the impression that it was like mean streets when my parents were growing up. It's always been a really, you know, rich white suburb. Um, but uh, it's it's certainly like been crazy over the course of their life. As an example, that is very representative of the rest of the place. Uh, my grandmother's house that I grew up visiting was torn down last year to build a McMansion on it. So a lot of that kind of stuff going on. I don't know how much you want to focus on my <laughs> Naperville opinions of this podcast. <laughs> But uh, I'm happy to give them. I've, I've got plenty of them. No, it's fine. And I don't think we're going to get into kindergarten or anything. I was just kind of messing around. But I, I did learn some. I, I didn't actually. I thought you were really specific. I mean, you specifically in Dallas area. I mean, 
Is yeah, uh, I mean, we moved to Dallas when I was two. Yeah, so. yeah. But, yeah. Anyways, this is going great. <laughs> hey, TC, radar podcast so far. How are we doing? Uh, <laughs> 10 out of 10, no comments. Ooh, Hell yeah. there we go. That, no, uh, no suggestions. So all those no, no. one-star reviewers can suck it. Oh, my God. I know, I know, I know IJB doesn't have this problem, but I've got a few little one stars, and uh, you know what? They can go fuck Dude, right off. So, on the way home from dinner tonight, Dorothy was like, Let's see how Brad's podcast is doing in the reviews. Ooh, lots of one stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. And you had, I know you had a plant put in there because I saw a five star and said more Jacob. And I go, uh, <laughs> that was hot a, girl 817. Holler at me. Yeah. Whoever you are. That was obviously a plant. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, TC, um, I really don't even know where to start. I mean, we could start ticket stuff and blah, 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 but I don't know. It's, it's kind of, uh, TC, we, we felt like we've known you our whole lives. It's it's very strange. That's today, nice. <laughs> today I did actually I went I did my little bit of research, and I just I guess it's like whenever I found out that like Corby's like fifty, and it was like whoa Corby's fifty, like yeah TC's like forty three. TC's been around for really long yeah. time. A long time. I remember him, dude. I re- so my first um, I guess thing about TC I remember he was writing for Bob's blog and he wrote an article on Julio Bourbon and he was like. Yeah, Lord. I know Ranger fans are excited, but uh, probably not that great. <laughs> that Nailed aged it. well, TC. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't remember that article, but uh, yeah. I think everything I wrote for Bob's blog was incredibly correct. Yeah, I well, hey, one out of one, you know. <laughs> How is Julio Bourbon? Is he doing okay? I mean, I would hope that personally he's fulfilled, but, you know. Certainly not on a baseball team anywhere. Well, hey, if I would have made the major leagues, you can suck it. I don't care if I hit worse than Odor. I'm I'm in the major leagues. Can't tell me nothing. Yeah, Yeah, I I would like to play major league baseball. For sure. For sure. Well, um, what is your baseball ability? Do you think you still have a chance? Like you got a shot? No. Are you going to try out with the White Sox or – no, no, I, uh, you know, I, I played, uh, from, Jacob, shut up. I was five until I was 12. And <laughs> if I, if I got a hit during that time, I don't recall it. That's always how oh, I dude, no, I think I went like, hitless. Can you come in like seventh inning mop up duty, you know, get the ball over the plate. I never attempted pitching. I, I still okay. don't really understand how to do the motion. Like I, I watch other people do it, yeah. but I don't think I could do that. I, I yeah, think I I looked at some old videos of mine and it's it's crazy it's a progression of my pitching. It was it was dreadful in freshman year, like really bad. And I know I I trained a lot mm-hmm. for it, like for sophomore for like sophomore junior year, and then junior still year bad. still pretty bad. But it was better. <laughs> it was better. That curveball <laughs> would got a hook. It's, it definitely got a hook. But uh, it's a hard you game. Throw a curveball in high school, reckless. Yeah reckless dude my arm is shot i wasn't wasn't throwing that hard i was a lefty so no big wait till you get it wait till you become a senior and you see your first slider and you're like yeah this whole game that i've built my whole life around it's not for me anymore it wasn't so much sliders uh, it was very fast like literally like uh fast pitching like when a guy threw 92 i was like you see that on you know 
you yeah, see that <laughs> you see that on uh, TV. You're like, basketball. if a major league baseball pitcher is uh, hitting 92, you're like, God, he's he's about to be out of the league. I go against 92. I want to I want to curl up in a ball. It's very fast. What the hell was that? Was that the ball? <laughs> <laughs> it's very fast. I'll just let you know that. So, uh, but I don't I, think I could catch up. No, I don't think. <laughs> but uh, I was got to choke I, up a little bit. I, no, I, I was I was going through the old archives because TC, I am an old IGB. I wouldn't say day one because I I actually did look up the episode I started on. It was obviously the the JBL uh, review, which I think was like oh okay. I think it was like six, I believe. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's very yeah. early. Yeah, so I've been it's, listening for since single. Yeah, oh no, it says JBL super long, and I think I was on a when I first listened to it. Uh, I listened to IJB a lot when I was I was actually traveling, and I would I would uh, mm-hmm. drive for work, long hours, cool. and IJB really helped me, I guess, stay on the road a little bit. Um, but I remember I listened to every bit of that. I don't know, you probably couldn't get me to do that again. <laughs> But <laughs> there's still a subs- I would I would venture to like I'll I'll listen to like 40 minutes of that and see how it's see how it holds up. But yeah, we've been listening to IJB for quite a while, and I I have to say, see, I started it in 2000. I mean, we're I I looked on there. And it's like we've been y'all been doing Dude, that for 10 years now. It's been a long time, a long time. That's yeah, it. we uh we celebrated the anniversary by briefly mentioning it and not doing anything else. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, it's 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 been a full decade. That's it. You did do the best of. I would like a best I thought of about it. doing it. I had I came up with a title. I wanted to call it "It's Just Banter: A Decade on Top," but uh, <laughs> I, I didn't get around to picking any segments or anything. Maybe I'll do it still. Maybe for the eleventh year, it'll be funnier if it's the eleventh. Yeah, year you should definitely do it on the eleventh year. On top. Oh, yeah, TC, just give me your top five if you have one off the top of your head. What? Of the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were wanting. Episodes? I thought you wanted him like, to rank his his call her daddy episodes. No, 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 okay. no. Call her daddy. I is thought you meant like uh, women in general, <laughs> all time top five babes. No. What are your favorite episodes? I want to see if there's uh, some of mine. See, I, I, I always, uh, the reason I haven't done the best of is like, I just, I don't feel confident that I'm like comprehensive enough about it. Like the, the, I don't know. I, I get kind of OCD about stuff like that. See, I was going to um, say you're overthinking it, man. Cause dolphin episode is in there. See, I don't think um, the dolphin episode is that so great. Good. Like it's, oh, it's there we like go. two minutes of the episode, if I recall. Okay. But it's it just, sticks out in my mind from like 10 years ago. I, it's just the it's just the thing that like was short and easy like to repeat and refer to. Dude, and... I cannot remember laughing so hard as I did when I was listening to that. That was so good. So um, good. TC is like you're fucking wrong. It wasn't a good now, episode. Maybe, but whatever, man. It got me hooked, and now I give this man five dollars a month out of my hard earned paycheck. Oh god, so, I appreciate that. Well, uh, oh. I. <laughs> I definitely like all the ones like I, I remember the ones that are like, you know, tied to my life events like uh, okay. I did an episode when I started smoking pot again as an adult. I, I like yes. that. OK, um, I missed that episode, but I wanted to ask I, you about uh, that. A couple months after that, uh, the, the whenever I had my bachelor party, we did an episode about it. I, I recall that fondly. 
Um, there was one that we did, I would guess was like 2012. I don't know how good the episode is, but it's about, uh, parasites that, uh, can only reproduce in cats. Um, and that, that is like very much like shaped my thinking about life in general. What's like, what is the, what is the parasites in cats? I'm, I'm, I'm going to need a refresher on this. I know. I guess I've missed all the good ones. Um, this was actually, I, I felt so. Like, on the one hand, affirmed, and on the other hand, like, I need to go see someone. Uh, whenever uh, Alex Jones and Joe Rogan got together the most recent time, they immediately started talking about that. And, <laughs> so, like, as explaining, like, all of life. And I was like, here's two guys that get it. <laughs> um, but uh, it's, it's that uh, there's, there's a parasite that lives, that the only place they can reproduce is in a cat's stomach, but they can end up in your body or the body of any other living creature, and oh, then it, I'm they sorry. just start. Is this the crazy cat disease or whatever, or, or the crazy lady cat or whatever, cat lady disease? I don't. It, it might be because, but it's it's actually not incredibly common to get them from cats. Oh, um, really? Like it, it's not like having cats makes you more likely to get it. It's just that the the parasite is attempting to get into cats at all times. And the, the way they do that, like if it's in your stomach, then it knows it's not going to encounter a cat's stomach just hanging out in you. So it just it drives you to be suicidal. Like oh. uh, people who are found to have it, like just their traffic accidents are like way up. Um they're, you know, yeah, they're they're suicidal feelings. Like they're Dude, it's your I risk tolerance is thrown off. Like whatever part of your brain that controls like what is risky and what isn't, like the parasite just attempts to change that math so that you're like, ah, fuck it, I'll do something that'll kill me, uh, so that it can get into that cat. Maybe that's the, what I have. The point of it is just how much you're driven by like a uh, hidden hand kinds of things. Because like whenever someone's sad, they're not like, well, you know, probably a fucking cat parasite. Um, well, but, like, is that the it same? Might be. Is that the same thing that? Um... Like whenever you're taking SSRIs or something like that, or any type type of antidepressant, um, the things that stop you from, like everybody has the ability to kill themselves, but they have this thing in their head that stops them from killing themselves. And then something from an SSRI, or if you stop, or if you do whatever, it just goes, oh yeah, I can totally kill myself, and you just do it. Yeah, I man, I I don't like the heights for that reason like i i can feel that fight going on in my head <laughs> like not not out of like a depression kind of thing but just like it, it's totally independent from whether or not i'm happy it's just like a boy that's there like, could you imagine how big we'd fucking splat if we just did it Give oh yeah yeah for sure <laughs> well um i would say uh, by the way hi jay um hello say hi to tc hey. jay tc tcj yeah What's going on, well, man? Hey, man. How that are you? sounds like the old school TCJC. Pretty good. I um, uh, you weren't important enough for Jay to be here on time. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's, not, that's not accurate. But I got here at the right time because one of the first things I heard was everybody thinks about killing themselves. And I... <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I not as much as Chris months. Benoit, but some amount. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he thought about it for a, a while, you know. He was a good 12 hours or so after uh, strangling his entire family. Mm. Was he thinking mm -hmm. about it? Because I thought have he was like... Read the, have you guys read the rebuttal on that story? 
the uh, the whole conspiracy of Chris Benoit didn't actually do it. Yeah, but no. it's bullshit. <laughs> Although maybe it is. I mean, it might, yeah, no doubt it's probably bullshit, but it's still interesting. Oh, yeah, I, so, I, I get that. But he totally killed his family and killed himself. Yeah, just, I mean, just... who did it? No, Lex, I'm not advocating Lex Luger? it. Truth. It's just an interesting <laughs> all, all the theory. That's it all. was Lex Luger. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, my uh, God. I got a fun fact about Crispin Wall. Did you did you know the uh so Crispin Wall and his wife were continuing like they would fight all the time. And did you know who saved their marriage and actually I mean, would have no saved No one it? ultimately. I do. Well, hold on. <laughs> hold on. But I've heard people say, I heard they said if well, I don't know how many wrestling fans we have in the house, but uh in the I'm gonna have to look his up. Uh, it's he's one half of Public Enemy, uh, the blonde guy from he was in WCW, but he lived down the street. I forget his name now. Oh crap! Kurt Henning. No, just shut up. Bubba the Love Sponge. No, but Gary Von Erich. Named everyone that's not that. I think it's Johnny Grunge. His name is Johnny Grunge, but he lived down oh, yeah, the yeah. he lived down the street from uh, Crispin Wall, and he would literally get he was the go to guy every time they started fighting, and he would calm them down. But then Johnny Grunge, uh, let me see. He was he was busy that day. He no, was getting a pizza. <laughs> uh, yeah, takeout only. Uh, February February sixteenth, two thousand six. He had uh, passed away. Heart attack. So yeah. Way to go, Jay. Yeah. Way to go, Way to TC. Go. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, no, he died of a sleep apnea. I don't know. But that was a weird uh, turn there. I didn't think we were going to talk Chris on Wall. But... All right. So back to TC. It's all Jay will talk, dude. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, Boy, I... what about these White Sox? It's I think it's nine to one now, TC. Yeah, TC. Uh, what are gonna do? Eight four right now. Got, men, got runners on the corners, one out. I think you're okay. in for a big surprise if my notifications are accurate. TC, <laughs> oh, my, uh, yeah, thoughts on Joe Creedy? Give me, give me 15 seconds on Joe Creedy. Uh, you know, heartbeat of the team, uh, amazing uh-huh. power hitter. Uh, didn't didn't really have the the contact and walk skills you'd like to see along with that power, but he could he could pick it at third. Uh, definitely a useful player. Kind of surprised he didn't have a longer career, to be honest. I love that guy. I, I love to hear that review because that was my favorite player that year. They won the World Series. You know, he was uh, he was beloved by teammates. He was one of the ones that was with Burley whenever they uh, got drunk and decided that uh, they should sing uh, Don't Stop Believing after every game. So that one goes in his ledger. That's my guy right there, Joe Creedy. Sorry, I had, to look, I had to look him up like, who the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll, hit some, he'll hit some hormones on you. Okay. Yeah. Solid player. player. Yeah. A good solid. Remember, Brad, oh I just boy. playing third base, so I related to third baseman. A good solid nine long. years. You're right, Jay. That was a that was a towering shot. Hey, that's what you come to expect from that lineup these days. Indeed, it was, it was a All three-run right. home run by Luis Robert. In case the listeners, mm. <laughs> if you're right. listening from tomorrow, seven years, that Major League Baseball, <laughs> it's probably the, someone listening seven. from seven years in the future, going, "What? What?" <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that Luis Robert like murdered his entire family. 
Who is Albert Pujols? Whoa, dude, that would be so full circle if that happened. <laughs> well, we'll keep our we'll keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll have a we'll have a weekly update every time we do a podcast, and we'll just follow the progression. <laughs> oh, look, his words up. <laughs> Uh, I know TC didn't listen last week, but I, I have to say, on my re-listen about Goran Dragic's sister, it was twenty uh, times funnier than when I actually, li- you know, was there live. By the way, dude, that was some of the hardest laughing I've ever done in my life. So TC, what we said was, did you see the photo of Goran Dragic and Boban and Luca and all the Serbian guys at dinner? Uh, yeah, I think so. So we had this hypothetical of what if they were sitting at dinner to wondering why they weren't playing basketball anymore? Like they were trying to figure out what was going on. Why they weren't you... playing basketball. Whenever the, well, whenever it was the, during, it was during the, the two day shutdown for the, um, you know, the, oh, the remembrance. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we just had this hypothetical of what if they had no idea what was going on? Like they weren't following American social issues. They had no idea what Black Lives, Black Lives Matter is. And they're just thinking, why are we not playing the basketball? We survived the Serbian war. Come over here for this. Yeah, yeah. they were not not sympathetic at all in, in the hypothetical. They just well, it wasn't that they weren't sympathetic, they just had no idea. They were so they were so rude in the hypothetical. <laughs> Uh, I've I've been uh, to a little bit of uh, Eastern Europe, and uh, I I did not get a sense that they would um, naturally encounter a lot of those issues. There we right. go. Exactly. Or more or less, like, well, the the thing I said, he goes, "Oh, you know a guy who you've never known died? That sucks. My dad died from he got ran <laughs> over by a train." <laughs> <laughs> It was terribly insensitive, TC. Please yeah. don't listen. Please. Yeah. Don't. Gor- I had to look up if Goran Dragic had a sister, but I know she definitely was not lit. She did not get yeah. lit on fire from. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> don't rule it out. A lot of stuff happened there, dude. Man, and that's what we were going with. They're like people don't talk about fighting? it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, anyway. largest massacre in Europe since World War II. Right. Let's bring it back down to Ooh. to reality. Yikes. Yes, it's it's true. Yeah. You, know, you can't escape it. Oh that my. Is, you're right. I you're had right. CTC, I can tell you what's gonna happen in this podcast. I have no idea what's gonna happen in this podcast. Hey, we, we did like three minutes of the show prep, so don't discount that. Oh, we had a long, you know, text thread and oh we're gonna ask this and this. You came up with what hospital were you born in and called it a day? <laughs> that was more of a no. I didn't say. I said where were you born, but you came yeah, up with the you're hospital. Right. You're right. Yeah. Where did you get your energy? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I think the uh, it's more or less. I'm like a diesel engine. You got to get me going. I don't start off that great, but you know. No one got that? All right, cool. That's when Jay and I come in and uh, save Brad's ass. You know, I've I've interviewed high uh, top tier ticket employees and everything. Shelly Luther. Shelly Luther. I've uh you know, Grego, Mark Falwell. Who's Grego? We get new listeners every every podcast. Every podcast. You gotta explain every person I just said. Yeah. So Isn't that funny how the ticket now has to explain who Grego is? 
I think they had to do that. Like that's weird. Like when they say, I mean, it's a long time ago. The guy that used to work here, it is a long time ago. But I worked with, I worked there for a decade, and I didn't work with him. Yeah, but it it is still wild that it's like, okay, we got to stop the show, and okay, Greg is a guy that used to work here, and blah blah blah, and that just seems so weird to me, so eerie. Sniff, sniff, sniff. I mean, I'm getting old. Well, I yes. think it's yes. It means you're getting old. I don't know. I mean, I I I have to admit, I've probably listened to more non-Grego ticket than Grego ticket. So for sure, in my lifetime now. So you know, it is what it is. I don't know. So TC, when did you start at the ticket? September of two thousand eight. Okay. September two thousand the day the day after the Cowboys played the Browns, opened the season in Cleveland. Mm, yes, we struggled in the first half and eventually pulled Did it pull out. it out. Yep. Eventually. Yep. I remember the game, I don't remember you. Against the Browns? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember TC. Yeah, no. Th- dude, that was the year, man. That was the year we were gonna go at least thirteen and three. Is that and when they had th- is that when they had three running backs? Mm, that's that was Mary Barber, would have been in the mix, possibly. He might have still yeah. been in college. Marion Barber uh, was the man that year. Marion Barber, Tyson Thompson. Oh, yeah, Tyson Thompson. Good callback. Wow. I it was, no, I'm sorry. That was that was like Tyson year, Thompson might have been out might have been gone by then. Barber was definitely around. Right. He was the Yeah, that was he after was he, got, he got paid. Yeah. He was the guy we relied on in the playoffs. Not Tio, not Romo, Marion Barber. Sorry, I'm just trying to find the uh, stats here. I'm not exactly Jamie. Yeah, they, they had the magical 2007 season, and uh, you know, Giants got us in the end. I mean, you know, y'all. Oh, okay, I thought that was the 13 and three year where we got beat in the playoffs by the Giants. That must have been 2009. Well, this this was coming like this was the next one. Like 2007 was. Uh, getting beat by the Giants, and then uh, you know, okay. all right, okay, you know, okay, okay, that's that's gotcha. fine. But now we're gonna come back stronger than ever. Right. Sure. And, yeah. Uh, definitely instead, not fired. Brad Johnson started some games, and they missed the playoffs mm-hmm. by a game, and so yeah, on and so I, forth. I think I think '08 was a hard knocks year as well. So the hype surrounding the Cowboys was yep. kind of like right. the NBA's popularity. The Marty was, B hard knocks, I believe. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. an all time high level. The slow mo of T.O. catching that pass that was so perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Oh, well. All right. Well, anyways. They had a remote where they were going to watch like the first episode of Hard Knocks. And uh, it was at um, Glass Cactus. And I was, I had a job downtown. So I was driving downtown. I was on my way. What's that? That's the Gaylord, right? Yes. Yes. And so, like, I I stopped and was like, uh, "Hey, I want to see the remote." Or like, they were they were going, they were on the air, like, I, so I could I got out of my car when they're like, you know, saying where they are, and like, I walk up to the door, and the guy's like, "No, you can't come in. Like, it's a private event." I'm like, why have a public radio station to a private event? But uh, it's it it crushingly disappointing that I did not get to watch the uh, first episode of Hard Knocks with them. I had met him at that point. I don't, I don't think. I guess. Uh, yeah. If it was Hard Knocks, then I wouldn't have worked there yet because I, Hard Knocks goes on during the training camp, and uh, I started, you know, after uh, week one of the season. So, oh, so I was just a civilian then. That's my story. Were just you a at, regular guy? Were you working as the intern for Norm or the Bad Radio? Yep. Uh, I worked for Bad Radio okay. full time. Yep. 
I thought maybe you swam with Norm and then said, I, I got to go to bed radio or something. I, I did not listen to Norm whatsoever like, before. I can only put uh, so many toenails before. How do you get that? How do you get that gig? Uh, I mean, you know, much respect to him because he's the person who uh, allowed me to uh, have this career. But I think it was just a bad job by Tom. Uh, like it was like a week before homework call was going to start and they were giving him shit because he hadn't gotten any interns yet. And they were like, if someone can bail us out, please email Tom. And I, I thought it would be like a competition of like hundreds of people. I had applied for a morning news internship, uh, I think that summer and like didn't appear to come especially close to getting it. So I was just like, all right, here's a repeat of this. Cause surely more people want to work at the ticket than the stupid, boring morning news. Um, but I applied and Tom appeared to offer it like pretty much whenever I showed up, <laughs> like me <laughs> arriving at the station was sufficient to, uh, meet, meet the requirements. Um, the, they had another guy start at the same time who was like 40 and worked at home and uh like i guess because he had flexible hours was like i'll do it i don't know he's a weird guy you could be an intern he, that uh, old i didn't know that uh, <laughs> I, yeah i did my resume right now yeah i'm taking uh, I, i'm taking i don't notes. think you can now oh. they they used to be more casual about whether or not you were earning credits i don't yeah, think I missed way well jacob you're in college right now can you i am in college yeah y'all y'all take uh mba interns uh yeah, I, I think if you could get credit for it, they probably would, dude. They don't care. That would not be worth your time, Jacob. Hey, I'll do the college baseball hour from two a.m. to three a.m. Hour. If anyone wants to tune in. <laughs> okay, no one would listen to that. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I don't know. Should I just cut right here? I've no no. <laughs> no, no, we got plenty. Oh, you do? Okay. Don't don't y'all all jump in at the same time. Uh, it's your show. I'm also a guest. Yeah, Brad. So. We're picking back. <laughs> they said they said TC. All right, uh, Brad. You're gonna you're gonna just lead this thing, and uh, we'll just jump in whenever. I don't know. Okay, TC. I have a question, and it, it might be yeah. super generic, but it, I am curious. Like, when you read the ticket, can you describe a moment or a day or a period of time where you were like, "Fuck this. This sucks. I want out." Yeah, of course, plenty. I mean, whenever I first started working there, I, I, I always remember, because I thought this was an important life lesson about, you know, sticking with it and stuff. Uh, when I'd been there for about a month, like Bob and Dan, it was, it, was a, an, it was a different time in the nation's economy. They were on the road at a paid remote like every day. Like, so I, I did not see them. Yeah. I would talk with Tom for like 15 minutes and then I would sit at a computer, like just doing bullshit for three hours until I left. Uh, and I, I didn't enjoy it at all. Uh, like I said, that other guy that I worked with was, I don't know, weird and kind of a dick. And, uh, I, yeah, it was like the station's great. Like, but I'm, I'm not like my, my vision was, uh, you know, the one, Definitely be best friends with all these guys. Two, probably going to get a ton of chicks. And three, like, obviously going to have a show. Um, and I, I did not feel like – I felt like I was going over three. So I, I, I was, like, kind of composing in my head, like, how I was going to tell Tom that I don't think that this is right for me. 
And I don't know, it was probably about a week after that that, like, they just didn't happen to be on the road as much. They were talking to me and being cool, and I don't know, like, things just got much better, and I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, and then, I don't know, you know, I mean, they never pay you shit. Like, I, I was making a very small amount of money the entire time there and it would kind of be one thing if it was like they would acknowledge like hey we know we're pinching you on this but you know what we really appreciate you and uh we, we couldn't get by without you uh making these sacrifices but that's not how the management ever was it was like we're not going to talk to you ever and on the times that we do we're going to treat it like we're doing you a giant favor to let you you know scrape by these slave wages to, to do this work so i don't know that's not like uh enjoyable to work under i mean you know being on the air is fucking awesome being friends with the guys that i idolized as a college student is fucking awesome um there's a lot of great things about it but there's also like plenty of bad things so yeah there's there's plenty of times i didn't enjoy it i feel like that's the way they would sell it though is that your benefit is being around those guys having the ability to be on the air and probably the threat of hey if you want to get out i mean there's a, a long line of people that will do what you're doing right now so just let us know <laughs> Yeah, no, they, they know how much you want to do it. Like, they know they know that everyone working there, like, that was their dream job whenever they were 18. And, uh, I don't know, they use that as leverage over you to, like, you know, screw every last penny out of you that they can. Like, I don't know, it's, uh... And, and again, like, I, I, I get it. It's not like they're making money hand over fist. Like, the company went through bankruptcy while I was there. So, <laughs> you know, I mean... I, I don't know that's because, like, the ticket wasn't making money. The ticket was always making a ton of money. It was more just, like, bad decisions by the CEOs that were then ousted. Um, but whatever. Uh, it is true they were going through bankruptcy. So I understand that they don't want to, like, lavishly give me, you know, whatever salary they can. It's more just that, like, I would like some acknowledgement that they're not doing that. Whereas it's, it's more like, uh, you know, uh, shut the fuck up and go back to work. You know, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's, that's something I've always heard is is that it goes from hosts, and if you're a host, you make – I mean, I don't know how it is now. I mean, money's been kind of weird since COVID and all this shit. So, But, I mean, if you're a host, there's a lot of money there. And stop me if I'm wrong, TC. But, uh, and then after, <laughs> a, after host, the money just drops significantly further down. And it's uh, – it's, no, they don't. They don't provide much for producers or board ops and any type of any other guys there. Those guys are like, if you don't, oh, you don't want to be here. We'll f we'll find someone else to do it. So yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I, I don't mind being specific. I I'm a big proponent in general that uh, the world would be a better place if people are more transparent about salary information. So when I when I was doing tickers, they paid me twenty nine thousand dollars a year. Top ten was twenty four thousand dollars a year. Uh, everything else, like all the weekend work, I think might have been like $7 an hour or something like that. Um, or I think that minimum wage was seven twenty-five at a certain point. Is that where it is now? I don't uh, know. Seven, um, yeah, something like that. Okay. I think that the ticker people on the weekends would get $10 an hour. And I was like, boy, that'd be something else if I could get to that 10 And that's insane. Um, that, that's man, insane. That just thinking about my summer job in like 1998 paid me $9 an hour and that you're yeah. doing the top 10 for seven. 
Well, I mean, the the top. I I don't know the the top ten was salary. It was twenty four thousand oh, okay. a year. I think if you work out the hours, it's probably around uh, you know whatever. But I'm I'm saying like the the weekend board hopping. That was the <sighs> stuff that was uh, just minimum wage. Okay. Okay. Well, that's like uh, <clears throat> when I used to work. I I worked like a one project that I was doing, and I was working overnight, and I would I would be like texting, uh, not texting, but I would be like direct messaging uh, Mike uh, <laughs> uh, Mike Marshall. <laughs> While he was board hopping like a like a midnight right. shift, it's hilarious. Yeah. I'm like, I can't believe you're doing this, and I, and it's even more <laughs> hilarious that you're doing it for for peasant wages. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's crazy, but you know, uh, if if you are a a teenager who listens to the station and dreams of working at the station, like. I don't know. Give give them this. Like I, I'm not even sure that it's like a, a sound business strategy, but they do hire from within. They like, you know, the I mean, the only person who's gotten a host job in the last 20 years is Jake, and he worked his way up that exact same way. Most, pretty much all the producers work their way up that way. Like you know, whatever. Like if if you stick it out, like you will probably a decade later get somewhere <laughs> where you want to go. Uh, Someone, uh, hey Jacob, you know. you're good at Excel spreadsheets. Can you just uh, get all of all of the ticket, uh, no, like ticket ticker uh, ticker guys and board ops and every all those guys, all the people who've gone through there, include Jake, and then just <laughs> how many people have gone through there and have actually gotten a host job? I mean, it's a low percentage. It's yeah. like one. It's or t- I guess Corby and Jake, right? Like I can't really think of anybody else. J- uh, Donovan worked board op for like yeah. for another station, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it stops it. If you want to include Donovan, but Corby and Jake, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's I mean, the existence. Like that's really exciting. That, that ended up with a job that it's obvious that that is the route, but I don't know, whatever, you know, I would encourage, uh, teenagers nowadays that I'm not sure aiming for a career in radio is, uh, the way to go. I would, I would definitely There's just go get a TikTok. I would just get a TikTok. That's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's an article I read a long time ago. This should, should, uh, send a chill down the spine of TC, That's Jake, right. machine, Kevin Turner. What? TC knows what I'm talking about. What are you I know talking, what talking about? about. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Well, let everybody else know. It's the the uh, Cirque du Soleil Open has the line. Yeah, man, come on. You don't listen on weekends? Mike Reiner being pessimistic about uh, the way that I just was about the chances of working in radio so he's he's just trying to say like uh this is a dying industry if you're a young person trying to get into it that might be a bad decision and the way he said it is this should send a chill down the spine of kt (laughs) you know what though i feel like about the deceased names i feel like like all those guys are doing pretty well though they've made Uh, names for themselves it's pretty stunning i i feel that like i don't know the the other, it's all the other stuff, around right? at the time. Well, I, I have to say, like, 10, 2010, 11, 12, kind of those those ticket JV guys, and you were a part of that. I mean, I think I remember I wrote some dumb blog years and years ago about up-and-coming guys, and there was, there was like, Jake, there was TC, there was I, – I might even put up 
of uh, what's that guy who was on ESPN? Uh, Landry Locker mm-hmm. and uh, KT and Jeff Cavanaugh. I, w- I would put those yeah. all in like a, a stable of guys that were up and coming. Probably, again, I, I, I we were, uh, except for Jay excluding, you know, y'all were our age. Sorry, Jay. But, well, that's uh, all right. <laughs> but y'all were our age, and y- I, we were watching you interact with guys that we listened to. So that was that was kind of the connection for us guys. I mean, just for me, maybe Jake has different interpretation of that, but that's what we saw. It was, hey, these guys are our age and they're interacting with, you know, Mike Reiner and Bob. That's cool. Well, and I think that's yeah, why... I mean, you know, sorry. like uh, Machine runs the Mavericks now. Jake is a, a host. KT has a, a very significant position at a, at a popular station. Um, I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, the, you know, I was I was looking at someone retweeted the picture of the first IJB show, like the whenever they let us do like a, a late night tryout on the ticket, and all of us are in that photo, and it's also Groobs who runs you know sound for every single sporting event in the in the Metroplex area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, it was it was stunning to me to see like how much success has has accrued in the the last, uh, you know, years since the, that photo was taken and, and how little of it I personally have been able to be involved in. It's just, uh, just, just, just remarkable. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. Wow, TC. I mean, I'm not even going to be that mean to you. <laughs> well, no, what I was going to say, no, TC, what I was going to say. I was like, man, all those guys are doing great, except <laughs> aren't, aren't you unemployed? <laughs> yeah. But what I was going to say was, to Brad's point, is when you guys, when you and Jake came out with the podcast, it was, to me, like, this is what it would be like if TC and Jake had a um, a show on the ticket, because podcasting was really new back then. So I thought that was really cool. Like, oh, man, these guys are getting their chance to show, like, what they could do if they had a show. And I really liked it. I thought, man, they could, they could do this. But, you know, what do I know? Yeah, that was so that was so weird and this is just my opinion. I mean, it was so weird. I don't know if you were just so I think maybe you uh, had probably rubbed management the wrong way of some sort and you can speak on it TC, but it was weird that they would they would take a keen to Jake, but for you, you know, y'all did that nightly show, which uh, I actually remember where I was at that night. I was in Minnesota, Blue Earth, Minnesota, and uh, I was in Golden a different. Golden t- Yeah, <laughs> and, we, and I was listening in a hotel room, and I, I was laughing my balls off because I, I think Gordo called in. I, I got to re-listen to that show. It was really good. But he did. I, I think he said something about jizzing and hair. <laughs> wow, yeah, something like that. And I was like, "This is a great show. It it, it could be a great night show. Uh, it could be a great." Um, you know, throw it on at nine o'clock or ten o'clock or something like that, or and then nothing ever came upon it. That was the la- the first and the last time IJB in that form had ever taken place on that radio station. Why? Yeah, I don't. You know, um, if I was a, a looking back kind of person, I think I would wake up and ask myself that every day. <laughs> I, I don't know. At a certain point, like you see the writing on the wall, and it's like. Yeah, whatever. Who gives a shit? Gave it, gave it a shot. What can you do? You know, some people like uh, some people and don't like others. It's how it happens. Um, I don't like 
if you're wondering if there's like some time that I told Cat to fuck off and he had a grudge against me after that, that, that never happened. Um, I, I mean, you know, this this is uh, certainly a source of debate uh, with and whatever. We don't talk about it now. Who cares? I don't work there. Um, but uh, you know, over the years with my coworkers, um, so they they don't necessarily agree with me on this. But my my contention is that pretty much just is a personality thing. Um, of, you know, like, uh, everyone's got like certain kinds of people they like, um, and other kinds of people they don't like. I think that he kind of like tagged me as like a, a nerd that he didn't want, like, uh, annoying him, like hanging around and, you know, it was kind of like, eh, wish this guy would go away. Uh, that, at least that's the vibe I got. Um, and I don't know, I, I, I don't feel like I did a lot to deserve that beyond like just kind of being me um and i think there's also like that that's part of it i think there is also definitely um he's someone who has struck me as interested in like uh control and you know like uh very very into kind of um i don't know like playing games about like uh trying to have like upper hand sort of things and that's something that uh, people like that rarely like me, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm I, I am headstrong, but I'm headstrong. But I, I really don't, like I say that, but I, I don't think I there. It's not like there's a, a long list of times where I would go into his office and be like, no, it's got to be this way. Like far, far more times where he would be like, hey, can you please do this? And I'd be like, yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that's, I don't know, <laughs> anytime that I start to get too worked up about it, it's because I think about, like, the number of sacrifices I made over the course of working there, like, just, you know, vacations that my friends were going on where I was like, I don't even want to ask off, so I'm not going to consider going on this, or, like, uh, there was two or three times after I became full-time where they were like, Hey, uh, I know you got the top 10 tonight, but, um, I need you to work the overnight shift too, because like the guy's got some thing going on or whatever. And, uh, I, I don't recall another full-time person there ever doing something like that, you know, let alone just being like, yeah, of course, happy to do it. Uh, and, and so like to not have like even like 1% of that reciprocated back of like, Hey, you know what? He's really sacrificing for us. That's cool. Um, you know, I don't know. It's frustrating. I'm sure they well, said like I... thanks at the time or whatever, but it's not like whenever it came time to, uh, you know, like dole out weekend shows that they were like, well, you know, it's kind of a tie, but TC does a lot of sacrificing for the station, so we're going to give it to him. So I, well, I, I, TC, I don't know. Can I can I say like if your approach yeah. in that situation would have been, oh man, I really can't do this, but if you really need me to, you know what, I'll suck it up and do it. You think that would have given you a little more equity? rather than no. hey you know what cool yeah no Except problem no. i love doing this you know no i i think they just don't think about that shit they just you know okay yeah you're probably like right was... I'm, I'm i'm just trying to all you know offer an alternative point of view just I, if... I don't think that by the time it came time to make any decisions that they remembered that I did it. I don't I don't think right now yeah, they have you're probably right. you're probably right. doing that kind of stuff. You know, what I mean, like they're the boss. Who gives a shit, dude? Um, yeah, no, that's probably it, true. As, as far as like the specific decision to uh, to give uh, to put Jake on a show that I wasn't on. 
Um, I don't know. I, I have no idea. You know, like it's it's not like they ever like sat down and like uh, gave me a reason or something like that. Um, I know that you know there was there was definitely some amount of uh, Sean suggesting that like you know like going in to the bosses and being like, hey, uh, the next time something opens up, I, I think that you should put me and Jake on, which. You know, I don't know. On the one hand, like, Jake's his own person, and, like, it'd be really weird of me to be, like, uh, treat him like it's my girlfriend or something. Like, hey, don't talk to her, dude. Um, so I, I don't want to do that. That's fucked up. Um, but on the other hand, like, it, I, I wouldn't have done it, you know? Like, if, if Sean was doing a show with Jake all the time uh, and, I, and I wasn't, I would not have gone to the bosses and been like, hey, you know, it would be cool if you split them up. I, I think that would uh, be, be the way to go. Um, but I, you know, the, it ultimately was their decision to listen to him. And I, I, you know, I have no idea. Uh, I, I you know, I, I, of course I'm biased, but like anytime I would listen, I, I would really struggle to see what the, uh, what the, the, the talent gap that they were seeing was. Wow. Boy, it's getting saucy what, in here. I love it. Ne- next Do you week. see yourself getting back on radio at any point? No, no. Now, are you making that um, declaration here tonight? You officially retired from radio. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm promise. I'm pledging this podcast that I won't. Okay. Uh, I won't do it again. Well, next okay. week when we have Sean Bass on, we know what the first question is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe what TC said about you. Oh shit! Sean, we got some audio for you. <laughs> I mean, back do, you, do you guys feel like that's unfair? No, no, I, no, I, I not. No, we're no. team TC here. This is a very TC friendly podcast. We, we, we made that proclamation in the text message that it was going to be a pro TC. I mean, it's it's not like I'm saying like he's he's terrible and he's got nothing. I'm just you know whatever. Uh, I wouldn't work there if I didn't have a high opinion of myself. Like I I wouldn't suggest that anyone else do that either. You know, like I sure. I don't know. I hope that Sean like hears that is like no, actually I was much better. Because, like, that's just – that's the way to live life is, like, have sure. some self-confidence. Trust in your own abilities. So, you know, I trust in my abilities. I think that what I did was pretty good. Uh, you know, I mean, whatever. I, it's not like everything was perfect. There was plenty of shit that I did that I was like, man, that sucked. Yeah. But overall, I think I can put together things that are fine. And I don't know. I I, I think that uh, I, I would have loved to have heard if it was me and Jake doing that show that whole time. Like, I, I, I think it would have sounded good. So, I don't know. Whatever. Sure. It was a long time ago. I don't even know why I'm – Yeah. It's not like I sit around thinking about this all day now. Well, I'm glad we I could get like this out. I'm glad we could get this out. And by the way, have self-confidence and welcome to another dumb podcast. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had I had such I had such low self-esteem that I podcast. So yeah, I, that's the that's the self-esteem that I had. I was like, it's nothing. It's not going to be anything further than a, just a dumb podcast. So. so yeah, you I, know, I I I would <laughs> I I don't go around naming things. Uh, this dumb thing that I'm doing. I mean, you know, whatever. I'm not ripping you for it, but I'm just saying that's an obvious divergence in life philosophies, right? No, I, I get it. Well, the, well, the reason why we named it another dumb podcast is so we can have good conversations and whatever we do, and people are like, "Oh, wow, that's really good." That's not really dumb. <laughs> no, God, yeah, I thought this was another this. dumb podcast. So, wow, and people listen to that. Then the last, you know, five five minutes are going to be like, "Wow, that was whoa, that was great." Yeah, if we were naming it um, this excellent podcast, then everybody like, what? This sucks. It sucks ass. <laughs> so do you get that now, TC? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a fine uh, justification. 
I mean, you know, like there's there's also a, a school of thought that would say like uh, project success, right? You know, like uh, I mean, it's it's it cuts both ways. It it, it kind of depends. I mean, you know, ultimately, it's just on you to uh, to sell it and to make whatever uh, for sure whatever strategy you go with to and make he, it work. And but, on on the line, we have TC TC Fleming from It's Just Banter. I mean, <laughs> you're just we're just big Flying Concords fans. <laughs> I know, but it's 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 not you know saying wow this is just great conversation. It's just banter. That's true. That's true. TC, yeah. I want to know what the um, the Mike Saroy and TC show would be like. With I every great. other, I, I filled in for Cash one time. I feel like it was uh-huh. a good show. Until Mike is like, I I can't do this today. I can't do the TC response. <laughs> Man, uh, I don't know. Saroy kind of Saroy kind of goes well. He, he he can adapt to essentially anybody. I think that's his talent, actually. Yeah, no, that was just one of my favorite um, favorite pieces of audio. Is just the disheveled Mike Saroy listening to TC respond about something. I can't even remember what it was. I'm sure TC remembers, but uh, yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. What he you're totally does to specifically. <laughs> Yeah, I guess not. Oh god. I think it was about shoes. Welcome to another know? confused podcast. It was about what? About shoes. About I think Mike said these shoes suck and you were like, Well, you can't really just judge what um people's opinions of things are, you know. I have no recollection of that. Wow. <laughs> hey, I feel like that gets replayed a lot. All right, okay. we'll we'll pull that up for next episode, but <laughs> yeah, I'll find it. I'm, I'm not saying that. it didn't happen. I, I'm just saying that I I don't. I mean, there's a lot of things I don't. Remember. Let's. Uh, we we made it a proclamation also to we wanted to hear the story of of Pensacola, and how that all went down. And I don't know if anybody sure. remembers this, but uh, TC at one time was you were the top ten host. And then mm-hmm. you took this glorious job. You're going to be on the beach every day at Pensacola. Drive time, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, local stations like that, like small stations like that, the only shows they have are uh, are drive time. Um, yeah, I, that one actually did have a guy that was on in the lunch hour. Like he just did a show from twelve to one, but it was like a salesman. Like his job was to do sales, and they liked him, so they let him do. 12 to 1 but that that that's atypical for uh for local stations it's usually just two hours in the morning two hours in the afternoon like when people are driving home um yeah so I, we we had a listener who uh lived in pensacola worked at a radio station there um like a country station and he had a co-worker at the country station leave to go work at their sports station and whenever their program director left they tried to recruit him um and he was out of radio within a year of that so he he kind of knew that was coming and wasn't really interested so um you know he uh suggested you know like he, he reached out to to jake and i and we're like hey we got this thing are you guys interested are either of you interested and i was like yeah i would do that um and, and jake didn't want to leave jake doesn't want to like leave dfw ever i don't think i mean i don't know every once in a while he'll say something cool like you know wow seattle's really cool i would love to live there but I'd be surprised if he lived anywhere else 
in the course of his life. I mean, he's just got, I mean, whatever, everyone does, but uh, he's got very deep ties here. Like, you know, he's still very good friends with all of his high school friends and they're all really cool. And like a big, like his life anywhere else for quite a while, I have to think would like kind of suck compared to here because he wouldn't have those people that he was so closely associated with or whatever, but I don't know, whatever that's uh probably not the part of it that uh, you were asking about. So, um, I went there, uh, and yeah, I was, I was the program director and then, uh, they had a minor league baseball team, uh, or they, they have one. We did the, uh, we had the games on our station and then the, uh, the play by play guy for the minor league baseball team would, uh, host the show with me from, uh, five to seven. And, um, Tommy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's uh he's the Reds play-by-play voice now, the uh, radio. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was like, was he sitting there with Dom? And... <laughs> no, no, no. And 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 I, I I was at least wondering a little bit if he would be the one to replace Dom whenever uh, he was being replaced. But I I don't believe. I think they had someone else who, who does that or whatever. I don't know. By I think way, Tommy's I'm, still doing. By radio. the way, I'm still very perplexed by Thom. I just don't understand what he was going with there. <laughs> what do you mean? I was like, Kansas City? Really? I'm not positive he was talking about Kansas God. City because there's no context, right? Like, yeah, I know. He's yeah, in I know. Kansas City, but I like, know. what if someone else is like, hey, I was in uh, Rochester the other day, and he's like, huh, that place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I would just be like, all right. I mean, if he was like calling a Giants game, I would be like, I mean, that's very rude, but I mean, I, I, I still thumb bad, but I get it. But I was like, Kansas I don't think City. that he meant it literally either. I, I think he was just saying like, I mean, who does, right? Like whatever you, like no one uses that word to mean gay person. Like, I, I don't know. It's just I, like someone who sucks, you know? Okay. Okay. So we, oh, never mind. I'm not going to tell that story. But anyways. <laughs> I was thinking of a story that I, that I definitely can't tell on air, but all right, go ahead. But yeah, so uh, so we did we did that show uh, for. I mean, I, I worked there for a month without like you know being on the air, just like setting stuff up and you know doing the backlog of work for the program director who had left, and then um, did a show on the air for a month. And I knew that they, like, were having friction with Tommy. And I don't know. Tommy was the only one there. I, like, they were all nice people. That was one takeaway from Pensacola is it was just, like, I don't know. Everything people say about, like, small towns versus big cities, like, it's true. The people were, like, much, much nicer. They were, like, a very, uh, I don't know, uh they, they uh, had wonderful yeah, hearts. Shut up, Jacob. What is it? <laughs> this guy. Fucking amateur I hour here. I can't, I can't, TC, I, I can't hear him. He sounds tiny. TC, I apologize. I, I don't know what he said. I'm sorry. It, I, no one knows, knows what he said, but he, he yelled during a podcast. <laughs> oh, I thought I muted. I'm sorry. Uh, my wife just won the Bucci Overtime Challenge, so I had to go congratulate her. Oh, she did? Oh, cool. No, she yeah, did. she did. Provorov just scored the game winner, and she had Provorov. Well, so. but, she, but she, did she win, though? Well, that's what I told her. I said, hey, stand by for a retweet. Win that hockey stick from Bucci Grass. Bucci Maine. 
That's pretty good. Sorry, guys, I got excited. I thought I muted. Oh, well, that was that was a quality pause. If you're gonna if you're gonna interrupt TC's story, you know. no, I just yeah, I just got really excited. Sorry, TC understands. Um, yeah, I mean, if you can get a hockey stick from a sports center anchor, I guess go for it. I don't know what. The <laughs> thing is. I've been playing this game for um, seven years and I've never won. So good for her. <laughs> Every day for seven years, you've been trying to win a hockey stick from a sports center anchor. <laughs> you could just—I mean, you could just go buy one. You just made him re. Yeah, I've never won. Yeah. You just made him like relook his entire life. Be like, what have I been doing? I mean, that's tweet- not entirely accurate, but yeah. I've been okay. tweeting Bucci every night. <laughs> Our God in heaven gave you this life, and you spent it this way. For sure. All right, continue, TC. I apologize. Yeah, back to um, Pensacola. But yeah, so there was a lot of things going on in Pensacola that led to the exit. Uh, probably the simplest ones, the one that I usually uh, front load, is they were running out of money. Like, they were not making more money than it costs to run the station. Uh, within a month, the guy who laid me off uh, was booted himself for not having made any payments on, like, anything for months and months and months. Um, and within a year, the like station ceased to be and didn't have anyone working there. So I don't know. I was just, you know, the, uh, the start of this process and, you know, uh, first in, uh, first in, first out or last in first out, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, makes some amount of sense. Uh, and so that, that was definitely going on. There was also a dynamic of that, the. Uh, the boss really didn't like Tommy. Like, I think that, I think the boss felt some amount of threat by like anyone with a certain amount of like intelligence isn't the right word, but like, uh, like an air of like, I've been to college kind of thing. You know what I mean? He had an air about Um, him. Okay. Got it. Yeah, and so I, I, I don't think that he liked Tommy. I, I know that he didn't, and he would often like be like trying to move him out and i would be like man everton here is very nice but like tommy's the only one that can do this job dude like you don't want a a roster of hosts that doesn't include him i mean i i feel like that should be obvious now he does play by play for the fucking reds that's what i was not like they're the big deal but like there's not a lot of people in pensacola i guarantee you no one else there is gonna go on to do play by play he's the jared sandler of the cincinnati reds I mean, come on. Yeah. He's the Tom yeah. Brennerman of the Cincinnati Reds. Hold on. He is now. Oh, hold on. <laughs> he's he's going to not want that to be part of Pensacola oh. is the broadcaster's capital of the world. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I, I, I was pretty clear that uh, I, like, I was more than happy to stake my wagon to, like, we should keep Tommy, and if you want to get rid of Tommy, then, like, I don't know what I'm doing here either. And so I, I never said anything like that, but I, I think that was whatever is ta- how he thought of it. So we, we were fired on the same day. Like, it was, he you know, we showed up on a Monday. He called in Tommy, uh, fired Tommy, and then called in me and fired me. Um, I mean, it was it was a layoff. Like, you know, I, they didn't replace the position. 
Um, and like I said, they were running out of money. They didn't hire anyone after they, uh, they laid me off. So I don't know. It was all a lot of shit. I, I think that they probably could have made money, uh, if they listened to me more, you know, that's, isn't that what everyone would say? <laughs> I had a lot of great ideas that would have been fucking gold mines. I think if you would have, I think if you would have looked in the future now, I think ESPN has gotten rid of all of, that was an ESPN station, right? Yeah. Yeah, they've gotten rid of all their stations. They've basically gotten out of the radio game now. But who was supposed to there see that? There are no ESPN radios? Uh, I believe a majority of them have gone defunct. I didn't know that. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, you know. Let me pull up that I, story I because I, I like do. listen to a lot of other sports radio. Uh, well, I don't quote me if I'm wrong, but I believe... Um, uh, what is the station in Dallas now? I don't even know what the... 103.3. I think it is going bye-bye. It hasn't yet, really? but it's going to? Yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. Poor Nate Newton. What will he ever do for money? Yeah. Is, is Nate still there? I do not believe <laughs> Nate is still on. <laughs> is, uh, is Nate still there? Yeah, he's still smuggling poor audio onto the airwaves every day. <laughs> Well, I know, I know. Cumulus is uh, they're not running ESPN anymore, and I, I don't. I hope uh, Matt, what's his name? Mosley. No, not Mosley. Mosley. Uh, the it's guy McLaren. who was on the ticket. Oh, McLaren. Yeah, McLaren. Yeah, yeah I hope he's uh, gets on his feet. I guess I don't know. What about Gribble? Do you hate Gribble? Uh, I don't hate Gribble. I mean, I didn't miss him, obviously. So. Uh, well, I don't want to break news or anything. I, I I don't know if they're all going away. I know ESPN's obviously shrinking quite a bit. So, but but yeah, well, I mean uh, that 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 station hasn't been ESPN for uh, many years at this point. So yeah, I mean I don't know. Whatever. It was it was sinking ship. It was too bad because it was it was cool. Like I I loved doing a show every day. Um, you know, long, I mean I'm I sorry, loved living you, in Pensacola. How long did you last there? It was quick. I mean, two months. Yeah. Shit. Oh my god. Yeah, it was two months. It was like shocking yeah. like it was so shockingly fast. You're like, God damn, T C what did you do? <laughs> like, <laughs> but you didn't realize that you just jumped on the most like a sinking ship and you didn't know about it. And I don't know, you know this keeps in other comments I've made on this podcast. I I, I, I would have done like even if I'd had a better understanding of their financial situation, it wouldn't have dissuaded me. Like, I, I believe in betting on yourself. I believe in trying new things. I don't, like, like I certainly look back and wish that I would have been able to be there longer and been able to do a show for longer and been able to live by the beach longer. But uh, I, I think it's fucking awesome that I got to for two months. Um, cool. you know, I mean, I, I, I like that city quite a bit. It's a really cool place to live. It's cheap as fuck. For, uh, like for I being was, on the yeah, beach. Making... For sure. What's that? No, I was saying Pensacola for sure is, um, you know, talking about a beach town for value. You can't beat Pensacola. Yeah, Gold, like uh, I, I was making twenty four thousand for the uh, top ten. They paid me twenty eight thousand in Pensacola, but I was paying like five, four or five hundred dollars less a month in rent. So between like the increase in salary and the decrease in living costs, like. I felt like fucking rich. Like it's it's like the most prosperous I've ever felt. Like I, it's the only time in my life where like I would like have like a t like I remember uh, there was an iPhone case that would like uh, there was also a battery, and like uh, oh, yeah. just I wasn't even the like mafia. thinking about it. 
uh, just like I heard about one, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go buy that today. <laughs> it's like I don't know, a hundred dollar item or something like that. But I was like, yeah, no big, I'm just yeah, whatever, man. Charge it, bro. I got it. And that reminds me. That reminds what me is- of. Hold on, Jacob. Uh, this reminds me of Jacob's uh, ex girlfriend. <laughs> she actually moved to uh, Los Angeles or wherever. So yeah. she got a she got a promotion and got more money, but it was the opposite of what TC had. Like her living expenses went way up, and she yeah. she got a promotion. Yeah. But you know, like I go visit, I, I visited her one time, and I was like, "God damn, you're living in squalor <laughs> over here." Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. It's a big, uh, it's a big problem in America, honestly. That most of the high-paying jobs are places where people are have like the cost of living is high. It does not have to be that way. It's not that way in you know plenty of parts of the world. Why do you think uh, that is, TC? Yeah. I'm not gonna. We're gonna go on a tangent. Why? Why do you think that is? People don't build enough housing. I don't think that's like, what it is. Interesting. It's that simple. What do you think it is? I think it's more or less those. Well. It's a combination of things. I would say more or less it's uh obviously you there's tons go to Los Angeles, there's tons of fucking houses out there. But there's also tons of fucking people there too. And then the taxes there and property and everything else are are just so skyrocketed there that they can't even be on to you know you just can't live there. I mean that's I mean, the, the the biggest difference between a place like there and here is, is going to be your, your housing costs. And, uh, you know, um, your housing costs wouldn't be higher if you had more houses. Like, uh, you know, so somewhere like Tokyo, um, and there, there's there's plenty of cities like that are do this to varying degrees. I, I think Tokyo is a pretty big one that's been a success story. Like, if you're, if you're just happy to keep building at the rate that people want to move there, um, I, I don't know exactly what the tax situ- situation is in Tokyo, but I would assume most big cities, the taxes are are steep enough. Um, well, now but, I'm, I'm yeah. It's, now I'm kind of going back. I mean, I'm not saying that I disagree with you. I know that we're taking on this tangent, but I, I'm not saying I disagree with you in a sense. But yeah, there should be more. But like, okay, I want to build a, a big high rise that's going to put a bunch of people in there. Try to do that in Los Angeles and see how easy that is. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, uh, my, my, my point is that the fact that it's not easy is the problem. It should be easy. And, and high-rises are kind of like uh, bring their own problems because it's really expensive to build high-rises, so then they're going to end up making expensive houses there anyways. The, the thing that you really want is like every single-family single, single home that's like a you know, regular house, like I assume all, all of us live in, um, you want to be able to have like a, a quadplex on every single one of those. I, I think that in Portland, by right, you can build six units of housing on any any lot in the city, and something like that is going to keep housing costs down. I mean, it's also going to make it so that no one lives in single-family homes. So if you don't want that, then you know it's going to be tough. But like, you know, uh, there's trade-offs, right? You got to make sacrifices somewhere if everyone wants to live in the same place. I mean, that's what, I mean, you go to Los Angeles and you go, oh, I would totally live here, but I, I will not live here. <laughs> like, there's yeah. a reason. Yeah, I would I would love to live there if I was rich. Oh, absolutely. But, I mean, be the go, fucking best. go try, I mean, I, I always made the, uh, I remember I went into like a, a fast food, I, I, I was listening to IGP and I know you yelled at a Wendy's uh, employee, but you would be yelling at Wendy's employees all the time if you lived in Los Angeles. 
<laughs> because <laughs> I, no I one cares. Uh, I I just it's I didn't care about if he cared. I just I just wanted to give me half regular, half spicy <laughs> nuggets. And I didn't yell. I just talked sharply. <laughs> Uh, Are you telling you know, I just me? Had a little bit of yeah. a tone. No, but I, I was just saying. Like I remember, I went into a Jack in the Box. I stood there for, it felt like ten minutes, but it may have been like four or five. But I'm like, shit is, like that, I can tolerate all day because I've can, done those jobs and I cared that little. So I, I just get nostalgic for like, man, must be great not giving a fuck. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> um, it's just whatever they tell me that they can't give me the nuggets that we both know they have. That's. <laughs> And really, even most of the time, I don't uh, bristle at that. I, you know, I told the story because it's the exception, not because it's the rule. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Uh, anyways, out of uh, where the, how, this is like the where? ADD podcast now. We just kind of wander around and. So, so we're what talking year... about how Pensacola is cheap, and uh, yeah. Los Angeles is is expensive. Very and what, what year was the Pensacola experiment? 2014. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's uh, that that kind of adds up because um I was IJB aware but not a listener probably until you got back. I don't and know like, if that how it, dare but, you? Um that's when it happened. Yeah, no, uh that whole episode it was uh it was good for our numbers. It goosed us a little bit. People uh you know, they they show up for controversy. Yeah, there you go. For sure. I think I was waiting by the dial. As we hey, say. TC, can we pivot real quick and kill the podcast? Yeah. Hold on. What are you, what, pausing? Yeah, no. No, no, no. I want one minute on the state of affairs of, okay, I'm a brand new Dallas resident. I just moved here in July. So can you give me one minute on the state of um I'm going to set this government? out. What's going on? What do I need to worry about? What's good? What's bad? Pretty much everything's bad. Okay. Well, they just took away scooters, so I'm a little heated right now. Yeah, I don't care a ton about the scooter thing, but I I thought their rationale for it was particularly poor. Mm. Like, I don't think that scooters cause crime. Um, (laughs) I, I would hope that's evident to everyone. And then their other big thing is like, People aren't even using these to get to work anymore. They're just joyriding. And like Yeah. Yeah. But what's Dude, I joyride. I want to get yeah, to the like, I want to get to the restaurant in 30 seconds rather than 5 minutes. Is the official position of the city it's bad if its citizens enjoy things? Like <laughs> extrapolate this further for me. Uh no, the the mayor sucks. I mean, you know, what am I going to say? I uh I competed against him. I I did my best so that he wasn't uh, in the office. He got in there anyways, so you know, whatever. But um, I don't know. I'm 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 hopeful that like uh, the next elections, it'll be very interesting to see if uh, the protests that went on here turn into votes because very few people vote in local elections. It's less than ten percent of uh, people who can yeah. vote do. Um, so you know, if if one out of every ten people who live here was like, you know, I don't normally vote, but all this protest shit, like, it got me a little hyped. I think I'm going to show up and I'm going to do it now. Uh, that group of people, that one in ten, could, like, entirely reshape. Like, they could determine, they could push through any policy that they wanted to push through. Like, it it, it would it would take a very small amount of caring to, like, entirely reshape city government. But uh, 
city's been around for a long time and no one's ever cared that much so i'm not sure i would bet on it happening but it, it seems like it's at least possible now so you know it's interesting when the time comes can you give me a cheat sheet on who i need to go vote for yeah i'd be happy to okay awesome i would love that what do you think you and tc would agree on every every candidate uh, and everything yeah. No, I listen. I trust TC to think things through, rather than I would say, just. I would say. To, yeah, um, I would say locally. Or, you know, uh, like, I have the correct opinions. Yeah. <laughs> we all it do. We all. We all correct. do. I would vote incorrectly. That'd be horrible. No, you can't. That's not an option. All all your votes no, have to be correct. Is that all the Dallas questions that you had? No, that's all I had. I have nothing. I I'm new here. We all I'm learning. Know that. I really wish you would did, come where back. Where did you live before? Again. I um. Uh, I'll tell you yeah. off the. What was the address? <laughs> what was it? What it was, was, I don't want email. I I live in Uptown, man. Oh, yeah, you lived in Ann Carter before, and now I moved to Dallas. <laughs> no, I lived in the <laughs> suburb Worth. Now I live in Uptown, Dallas. That's cool. Please don't judge me. I just like it here. It's, uh, whatever, it's, dude. I I don't care. You can live wherever you want to. Yeah, you matter. Yeah. This is a free country. I mean, TC I mean, wants to rent a house. I don't live in don't live in like Mesquite or anything like that. But other other than there, you're fine. I don't know. You know, there's there's cool people in Mesquite. People hate people My hate friend's him. drug dealer lives in Mesquite and he has the best weed. I was so. about to say, is uh, is Mesquite info? Will he will he deal to me or Am I narc? All right, all right. This is is this kayfabe to, or uh, is this... get get word into him and I haven't been able to, so I don't I don't think yeah. he's gonna help any of us. Well, all right. Well, keep me up to date if you know. Let's have a moment of silence for TC's uh, drug dealer. Yeah, this is off the air, right? Uh, I mean, my guy's fine. He, I don't I don't not I'm not looking to change, but you know I don't know. It's pretty good stuff. You don't want to turn it down. Mesquite is Mesquite gonna come back? Mesquite's all been garbage since I've, I've been a child. Like TC, so I'm firing from the hip here, but I miss the IJB where you went from yeah, dude, I never smoke weed, I never will, to love weed. It's my favorite. That was so strange. Like TC, it was so because I, I straight to edge you, TC, and then all of a sudden it was like it was a weed podcast. I'm like, what did I miss here? What episode do I need to go back and listen to? Uh, it was in 2014. I think it was like July. Um, I my fam, my dad and brother ran in a Seattle marathon, and I, you know, Seattle. I did weed when I was 14. I got sent to a, a rehab facility where I had to serve out the rest of high school. It sucked. Yep. Um, yep. But uh, by the time I was 28, I was like, you know, um, I feel like I've got things together well enough. Like uh, the the message to me when I was re in rehab is like, if you smoke weed again, like you're going to die of a heroin overdose within a month. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I, could, I guess I could be wrong, but I'm looking around. I don't feel like that's going to happen. Um, Can we talk? So I, I sat. What's up? No, no. I go keep finish your. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Just uh, my headphones. I wish they were louder. A lot no, of times no, you guys fine. talk and I can kind of hear. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so yeah, me and my parents, we were at a Dairy Queen enjoying a delicious frozen treat, and uh, I told them that uh, we're going to take this family vacation to Washington, and weed is legal there now, and you know I really wanted to do it, and they my 
this is a key thing. My dad spoke first. Who knows how my life would have gone? I mean, whatever. It's not like if they told me, like, no, that, like, I'd be like, well, I'm a 28-year-old man, but I have to listen to my parents. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, but uh, my, uh, my dad, who is, uh, you know, tends to be the more uh, lenient, like, uh, do what you want to do one, was like, you're an adult. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, nice. He did tell me a story about how he'd fired someone like a week ago because they smoked pot. I was like, that's harsh. <laughs> yep. um, but, uh, you know, they, they were, yeah, they, they were fine with it. Um, and so, yeah, then, you know, it was, it's always fun. I mean, whatever. I, I don't feel like weed has ruined my life, so it's not a big deal. But it's always funny to look back on, like, this is common for people with use of narcotics, but like whatever I did it then, I was like, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to get back into this. I'm going to do it three, four times a year, maybe. Uh, and then like for a while, I hung on it like, you know, it's really not out of control if I'm only doing it once a month. And I mean, you know, like fast forward to today, it's every fucking day. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I would caution anyone who's uh, who hasn't done it is thinking about it. That's that's probably how it's gonna go. Uh, but I don't know. Whatever. I know some people who don't who smoke and don't smoke that often. Um, so each person's different. But uh, yeah, whatever. Anyways, I've also heard you say there's a six month lifespan on any drug. Yeah, I feel like so that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that that heyday of whenever I first started smoking weed again, uh I don't know, the highs there, they were something else. Like I just I felt so much more creative, my brain felt like creatively stimulated, like I would I would have thoughts that I wouldn't otherwise have, I would have experiences I wouldn't otherwise have and you know, I don't know, at this point like it pretty much just kind of like knocks me out, like just sort of blunts everything and like no I don't intended. dislike that, you know, I, I, I keep doing it. Um, but, uh, it, it's definitely way different and that's, that's true of everything I've ever tried and whatever. I mean, that's what like the, uh, the chasing the dragon thing is about, you know, so I, I don't think that I'm the first person to discover this about drugs, but yeah, I think about heroin. Drugs, yeah. I mean that, that's, that's most, mostly like the most true of opiates. Yeah, the the yeah heroin chasing the dragon, but I, I the whatever they're getting at with that, I think is true in my experience of every drug I've ever done. Uh, again, another story that I'm going to keep off the air. Anyways, um, uh, I was going to talk about briefly about uh, drug school. Do what? Sure. Uh, let's see. I'm sorry. I, maybe another podcast, but uh, I was going to talk about drug school briefly. Uh, did you ever have any? I I know you have a very good relationship with your parents. Did did, you, did anything linger as far as like resentment towards them for doing that? No, not at all. Hundred percent. Really? No. Wow. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, that's a very common question. It's definitely what people like think and assume. Um. But. Yeah. I think it's a really I think that's you're you're hitting on one of the most like interesting psychological things that's going on. Uh I was listening to uh I was driving around whenever I do Uber I listen to NPR and uh they were hyping up a movie that was depicting um like one of those uh gay re education places, like mm -hmm. where parents will send their kids so they stop being gay. And they were talking to the director and he was talking about like, I, I, I never got around to seeing that movie. I, I'd like to someday just because it depicts this thing that is very interesting. And What's the movie? Me, we'll we'll uh, plug it like, here. Uh, 
What's up? I said, what's the movie? We'll plug it here. Uh, I remember it's Joel Edgerton, I think, that directed it. So if you look at his IMDb, I'm sure some, but I don't remember the title. Um, but uh, he uh, he was talking about in in the movie he depicts like that you know that the kid doesn't have like doesn't hate his parents for this like that it's it's because if you're there and like in the situation you can understand and this is not true of everyone but it was true for me that they're doing it out of love like that that it was their sincere desire to like have my life be better and. I think that they should have gone about it in a little bit of a different way, but it, to like hate them because of that, um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think that, uh, yeah, yeah. Boy erase that, uh, erase. that, that yeah. sounds like it. All right. Um, that's it. But yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, I was there. I, I, I saw the look on their faces. I talked to them all the time while I was there. And, um, you know, I, I knew that they were doing it out of like the best reasons to do it also i don't know i i don't think that it was justified to send me away for four years at all full stop like i i think that that's like crazy um but it would have been equally crazy to say like things were going well and they should have just like let me do whatever no um yeah i don't think that was ever my interpretation it was just more or less like Man, we need to, like it sounds like you were kind of a depressed child, I guess. Yeah. So I was like, man, we really need to get him into therapy. We really need to help him out. But he smoked. Oh, I mean, pop- I had been to therapist plenty. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I mean, maybe if that was their last straw, I guess that's what it was. But God, I just drug school for like some pot. I'm like, all right. I mean, and you were 14 years old, I guess, when that happens, and yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, um, I, yeah. I, I mean, I I probably would have tried like a a you know place that was like a couple weeks or like a month or something like that. Jumping straight to four years, most of the kids who were there had tried something that was like thirty days and had gone out and used drugs again, anyways. So I don't know. I would have loved to have uh, had the opportunity to like you know just have a month away from my friends, and then. Because, I mean, it, it's just hard to describe the degree to which I did not realize that that was on the table. Like, I didn't know that those places existed, let alone know that I could end up at one. Um, so, like, to just show up and be like, hey, uh, so there are places where they take away every freedom that you have for, uh, like, four years. And, by the way, you're going to be at one. <laughs> it's tough, uh, tough double whammy to swallow. But you were you were sentenced to four years. It wasn't a do two years and then we'll see how you are. It was full on. They were like four years. You got to go for four years. No, no. Um, when I showed up, they said it was an 18 to 24 month program. So 24 would be like, as yeah. they pitched it, like kind of the max. Um, and when I was finishing up my sophomore year, uh, my mom asked me if I wanted to go to Jesuit where my brother was going. And I was like, I it's, it's difficult to describe how like panic inducing that question is because like they train you very hard there to be like, don't you ever fucking dare tell your parents you want out. Like that's the worst thing like of the hierarchy of things that you will get just absolutely fucking killed for telling your parents you want to leave is the whole list. Um, so, you know, whatever she's like, 
do you want to go wow. to Jesuit? I was like, uh, but I mean, I, I said, yes, like, of course, <laughs> you know, like I really wanted to do that. That would have been fucking great. I wouldn't have been at yeah. Excel. Go to school with, um, go to school with grooves and everything. was fine. Yeah. Me and Spieth could have fucking split blunts. Like would have been great. Would have been great. And uh, so I so I said yes, and then um, one of the like administrators, kind of like offhandedly, a couple weeks later, was like, "And you're gonna finish up here, right?" And I think I said something along the lines of like, "It's not up to me, you know. Like I'm just, uh, you know, trying to just, I don't know. I I I didn't want to lie to her and be like." Yes, I know that I definitely am. But also, they it's not like they had said, like, well, well 100%, it's decided we're going to do that. They were just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we might do that. Um, so whenever she was like, you know, are, do you want to stay here for the – or are you going to stay here until you're done? I was just kind of like, you know, gave, gave like a non-answer, which, you know, whatever. Like, that felt keeping in spirit of the program. But I, she definitely, like, sensed some nervousness and – off of that like whiff of fear uh they called my parents in had a meeting with them where i wasn't there uh after the meeting they my parents took like the administrators came in and were like your parents want to take you to dinner um and they did and they sat me down and were like yeah we 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 have always wanted you to be here uh until the end and i was like all right (laughs) you know I, i was realizing then that i thought i was out and uh i was not halfway through like I had more than half to go, <laughs> it sucked. I I can't describe it anymore. I, every time you describe that, I've always had such empathy for you. I was like, God, I just I can't. Man. Man. Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, you think all the the badass things that me and Jacob did whenever we were in high school together, we we had we had a blast, and like you but never. I, that was like sixteen though. TC was fourteen. <sighs> I, uh, yeah, I mean, I was 16 whenever this conversation was happening. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. No. I mean, Brian and I used to think we were getting away with everything. Like, God, our parents—they don't have a fucking clue. They, and then it was uh, our friends' parents. They were like, uh, "Guys, your parents know everything. everything. They're just letting y'all get away with it." And now, once you cross a line, they'll step in, but they're letting y'all get away with this. I'm like, wow. We thought we were pulling one over on them. On the old people. I'll let you drink beer, but uh, other than that. You know. Yeah, pretty much, man. Well, uh, when you got out, though, was it, I mean, I would think it would just be like a culture shock. Like you're used to this regimented thing, and now you're out. And then, okay, now what do you do? Yeah, there were parts of it that were uh, extremely challenging. But, like, the overall experience, like... I've never had anything better, dude. Like once a day I would have something where I would just like, like I would just like look up at the sky and be like, I'm looking at the sky as a free man. Like no one can fucking hold me <laughs> Literally, down. Literally like a prisoner. Yeah. Like I, I would just think about like, like, cause I, you know, at that point, like of course I knew the kids who were there, like who were still there. Like they were my friends and I'm just like those poor sons of bitches. They're as fucking chained up as I was, and look at me now. Just go, I can go to a Seven Eleven and buy a Slurpee if I just, want. Just go by the go by the whatever prison. Where was it at? Conroe, Texas. It's oh north of Houston. Conroe. Really? Yeah, you had to go nice that far town. down. You got a deer lease down there. 
Shut up. Yeah, you know, Lake Conroe is pretty dope. <laughs> well, Ride to jet- hey, hey, yeah, we should talk about jet skis. We should talk about jet skis. I can see some right now. Um, no, but as far as the getting out, like, uh, uh, I, uh, I, like, it was really hard, like, being in, like, rooms with a lot of people I didn't know because, like, I, I hadn't had that experience at all for, like, four years. Like, every time I was with people, it was people who I knew really well. And any time that we were integrating someone, it was like they were coming in, like, in, you know, like they were a stranger, but they were around all of us who all knew each other. So that wasn't like difficult to process. Like I remember whenever, uh, whenever I got out, they didn't want me to have like idle time or whatever. So I took a, uh, a class in summer school at, uh, uh, quad C and, uh, like going to register for it and just like standing in the Collin County community college, like main atrium with like people around. It was like, I don't know. It was it's like one of those movies you see where like the, all like the noises are are too loud and like the guy's like head is flitting around too quickly, you know, like of like what's going on. Um, it was it was wild. You had the uh, you had you had the urge to smoking weed. I was gonna say you just had the urge to go back inside at that point. Yeah, no, I, I understood what Red was going through. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Just waiting for the uh, wherever there's a TC was here carved in. He just yeah. Oh my god. Uh, there was uh, one kid that I talked to. Uh, I try to remember the circumstances of this because uh, I've told this story a couple times in the last couple months and I don't remember. But I, we were on like a text chain or something. And I don't know how I got his number or like whatever because I I haven't hung out with him. He wasn't like a close friend of mine there. Or whatever. He was all right. He was he was a fun guy. Um, but uh. He he was very socially awkward and like you know I, you know like real into anime you you know the deal, um, and uh, he he more or less said like, hey it's it's good talking to you guys like just things never got as good as that ever again like I I I had friends there and you know now now I'm just out here fending for myself you know I'm like. I can that under- breaks my fucking heart, Chris. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, oh, that's horrible. Like, I, I've had those friends who are like, you know, we're a couple years out of high school, and they're like, man, remember how fucking great high school was? Man, it'd be great yeah. if we went back. And you're like, no, dude. No. I mean, I, it's not like not, not like drug school or anything, but it's it's similar to like, no. I mean, high school was cool and all, but I don't want to go back to high school. I want to... Have you ever heard anybody say, "Well, would you go back to high school knowing what you know now?" Well, like what? So that's not even fair. Off? Absolutely not. Yeah, no. I just, I just think he, you know, uh, didn't, didn't like grow and progress and like you know grow into his new situation. You know, he was just. Right. And I, I this this conversation I'm describing happened at least a decade ago. So, I hope that things have changed since and that he has uh found a thriving community most likely on reddit <laughs> seemed like a big reddit guy uh but uh shady. you know no no we can no, hear you good. you like go out whenever your audio goes oh, out but... sorry i, I thought you if just I need to yell away, then i won't sound too loud but no because yeah. i kind of you so. really do need to yell like you don't need to like well, fuck it then. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Uh, what are your jet ski questions? Go ahead. 
Yeah, all right, Jesse's jet ski questions. I'm just, I'm just want to know what is your jet ski life like because it's kind of a feature on, um, I guess, why today doesn't suck or Bob <laughs> or Jake or one of the two. They kind of talk about it a lot. So, <laughs> as they should, you know, they should. I'm, I'm one yeah, of the world's right. foremost jet skiers. Um, <laughs> this all started in no. Pensacola, right? Uh, what was that hangout? Which is like that's about an hour yeah. away from Pensacola. Oh, okay. Um, it, yeah, Alabama. We, we went and rented, rented jet skis then, and I had not been on a jet ski. I don't know that I had driven one ever, and I hadn't been on one since Lake Conroe, which you know was probably ten years prior to that. So I I was not uh, getting in there ripping it, opening it up. I was just seeing you know th- this is pretty fun at like twenty miles an hour. So I'm I'm cool here. Oh and, man, uh, that was uh, that was presented as, and I mean that that was like for the first you know fifteen minutes of the thirty, and then then you know you, you go and whatever. Um, but I you know since then, I mean I, I I hope this isn't a big shock to anyone, but I don't personally buy jet skis. I'm unemployed, uh, <laughs> but my uh, my 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 folks got a a place at a lake, and the uh, the owners of the house. Uh, gave a pretty sweetheart deal where they were like, we'll just throw the jet skis in anyways. Like, they were moving to Fort Worth. It's not like they could have made great use of those jet skis in Fort Worth. So they were like, yeah, if you'll just pay a little bit more for the house, we'll give you the jet skis. And uh, they're great fucking jet skis. Uh, they're, they're like 2008 model, but they were really, you know, they were top of the line in 2008 and still run uh, exceptionally well. So... I don't, I don't know. <laughs> now I'm giving a lot of details. I'm not sure you care. <laughs> what model <laughs> is it? I mean, how fast do they go? Uh, so we got two of them. Um, one of them's like a regular jet ski. The other one's like your Yamaha top of the line, like it can like rated to tow kind of shit. So the the regular one, um, if it's tuned well, max out like 50, 55. Uh, the rated to tow one, that's more like 70, 75 if it's... Uh, if it's tuned up, it, it needs to be tuned up right now. Right now, uh, it's about 65 if like uh, conditions are good. I got, um, I got real gutsy on a jet ski one time, but I was riding with my daughter. I think she was, mm-hmm. I don't know how old she was at the time, but I was like, hey, watch this. I'm going to turn around. And then we ended up flipping and I was just like, fuck. And this, these were not my jet skis. They were, <laughs> they were my, uh, the, uh, it's I I don't know the lineage, but it's my my mother-in-law's cousin or or whatever. So I'm like, oh shit, I'm about the uh, I'm about to fuck this up. But I I was like, you know, my daughter I was like, just stay calm. I got this, and I flipped the thing back over, and then I was like, holy shit, that was a scary. That was that was pretty scary at that moment, especially with my yeah. daughter. Yeah, yeah, I I I hear you on that certainly. Um, you know. I've I've never flipped one over. I've fallen off for sure. Um, I've never flipped one over, but it, it's my understanding that they're pretty like oh like they they want to be right side up. It's it's a pretty straightforward thing, I think. But they take it like a champ. Like you flip it and you're like, uh, or you you know you roll it and you're like, well, it, it wasn't even like I was being an asshole or anything. I was just like doing like a like simple circle, but I hit a I hit a wave and it kind of ju- just we just fell over. I was like, what do we do? We're we're falling. We're falling. Okay, we're we're in the water, and it was just like yeah. that. And then you just kind of, I mean, no one told me how to flip it over. I just go, okay, I gotta flip this fucking thing over. 
And then, you know, my poor daughter is just like, what the hell is going on? So that's, that's not what she said. What? Oh, what did I curse? I don't think she said that. <laughs> She'll say that now probably, but you'll be fine. Cause jet skis, they're like the, the cats of recreational water equipment. They, they yes. always land on their feet. Oh, I absolutely. Like I was even like, I couldn't even hold it in be like, like I could have just been a, an asshole and just be like, I didn't, I didn't totally flip that over, but I knew my daughter would totally rat me out. So I went straight to the, the jet ski owner. I was like, listen, man, I, I, I fucked up on these jet skis. I, I flipped this over and he goes, Oh, you know, he, and he's a, I have a, uh, this entire family is from the Illinois area. Actually, Joliet, if you don't know. Nice, nice. Yeah. yeah and he, he has this real thick Chicago ass accent. He's like, Oh, I sh- you know, that'd be fine. You know, no problem at all. You know, <laughs> like, all right, thanks. Yeah, you, I mean, you know, it depends, but like, it's just hitting water. It doesn't really damage them. Oh no! Uh, but I flipped it over fast. I was just, I was just waiting for it to just sink into the, the, the large <laughs> lake. Just be like, well, no. <laughs> you're you're just looking at your daughter, and you're like, well, we live here now. We are now, <laughs> we are now lake people, and we live in the lake. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, it's not like flipping a car, dude. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's pretty easy to solve. Well, again, if I was by myself, I would have not even cared. But I was with my yeah. young daughter, and it was just like, she's like, is this supposed to happen? I'm like, no, it's not supposed to happen. <laughs> I'm sure people at a regular level of fitness don't feel this way, but I feel like getting back on them is a fucking bitch. Uh, it was... It it was it was easy. Obviously, it was easier for me to get on. I mean, I just got back on. And it wasn't that bad. This jet ski was. I mean, it literally had a had a. If you flip this bitch over, we you just step here, grab here, and then it rolls back over. That was great about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just the the step <laughs> and pull. Like it's a lot of pulling. You're asking quite a bit of your stomach muscles there. I, I mean, it's fine. I can't do it. I've I was like summer, a, but like, I was I like, like a mother pulling her car. Up. <laughs> That's what I felt like. I, I could have lift that thing out of the water at that moment because I was like, <laughs> yeah. I cannot be, I cannot be a lake person. I cannot, I cannot leave me and my daughter here. So I hopped in the action. So. um Jacob, anything further? Uh, I I think we did want to talk a little bit about. I mean, you you were a ticket ticker guy, whatever. What do they call those guys? I don't know why I, I've listened for years and it just escaped me with that. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's like an official position. I mean, the the like the thing you write on your employment form is you're a uh, sports update anchor. But uh, sports, I think, that sounds uh, way sports anchor. TC, you got to learn to lie on your resumes. That's the only way you get ahead. I would say co-host. Oh, yeah. I put sports update anchor on resumes, 100%. No, you yeah. got to say sports anchor. Ooh, that's <laughs> even better. Uh, yeah, I might just put anchor. I, I don't know. I, yeah, no, sure. it's, it's something that's sufficient. Well, it seems, like, anymore, so. it seems like TC doesn't uh, really care to even up that for any other job <laughs> he's going to have in the future. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I it, hope I don't have to send out a resume again the rest of my life. Hope we just keep cashing these government checks. Yeah, I was gonna say he's reiterated several t- several times. Uh, guys, I'm unemployed, <laughs> and, and, and would like to stay that way. Yeah, Instagram that's... jet ski influencer. I'm gonna say like TCU. You don't want to get back to work. TC TC <laughs> jet ski. No. 
<laughs> I mean, whatever, dude. I'm 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 I, joking I, about it. Obviously, no. I do work. Like I I I know that uh, podcasting is not difficult work, but like I make more money podcasting than I made doing the top ten. Like I don't know. You can go on the Patreon and do the math. Like it's true. <laughs> um. So you know, there's that, and uh, whenever it's like, whenever I can go back to Ubering, I will. Like it's it's not. Like with the podcast money to be able to pay all my bills, if I Uber for like three days a week, um, then I can, you know, like meet all expenses without too much difficulty. Um, I would love to do something that was more like podcasting and less like Ubering to make up that uh, that amount of money. But, you know, whatever. And I mean, the the, the stuff that I left uh, the ticket to do, like it's I have not ceased to do it. I, I have. uh changed my opinion of how difficult it is um but you know i don't know uh i might be a millionaire one day what's the what's the secret okay jacob was gonna ask this but like what's the mystery reason that you we left the ticket for i don't know i mean you know i just i had an opportunity that there was a lot of reason to believe at the time there was like it was a pretty successful loophole in the system and uh i don't know you know and didn't didn't turn out that way so far but we haven't given up um and there's been positive signs but i you know i don't know whatever like i uh, there's various reasons why it would be better for me if i did not like uh get real into it and also like i i just there's plenty of aspects of like having uh any amount of public persona that i didn't really enjoy so i i it's i definitely like didn't want to come in saying like see you bitches later i'm gonna go do this shit and be a millionaire and then like a couple years later not be a millionaire and feel sheepish about it and so since we're now a couple years later and i'm not a millionaire i uh i feel good about that you know like i feel like that was a uh a justified decision to kind of be like you know not uh bragging and boasting but just kind of be like you know eh, i'm working on some stuff i hope it works out so but I don't know. So I, there, I, I don't. I, so there is a long game, I guess, is is what we're going for. I mean, I. It seems we. I mean, just in honesty, uh, you. I mean, not to say that the being a sports, uh, the ticket sports anchor update guy is such a great j- job to leave, but to leave it to you know, obviously podcast and then drive Uber, it sounds a little like yeah. What's I don't know. Dude, I mean, I understand. I've got people in my mentions all the time that don't feel this way, so uh, I, I'm familiar with the viewpoint. But uh, having done both, it's way fucking tighter doing what I do now, dude. Like, hey, I, you know, I, as long as I you're happy, a lot DC, more. that's all I'm saying. I... Yeah, uh, I don't know. More, more personal freedom. Like, there's the doing the podcast is is fucking great. Like, if I if I couldn't keep doing that, if all I did all the time was just Ubering, that'd be fucking depressing. Uh, but that's not really my life. And you know, um, it's not like I had a kid whenever I quit. Uh, but I do now. And being able to, you know, I mean, I uh, in addition to weekends, like whenever I've got like the full Uber schedule, I still I'm with her the whole day on Tuesday and Wednesdays. Um, and, you know, that's fucking great. That's a lot more time with their children than uh, than most parents get. So, um, you know, I don't know. In, in my mind, that alone makes it worth it and an improvement on a job where I have to be away from her every weekday. What's up? Can I ask you a uh, parenting question? Sure. So, well before you ever even had the thought of having kids, you 
had the proclamation of, well, when I do have kids, um, I'm going to let them do whatever they want. Oh, here we go. Yeah, that's still how I feel. Okay. Sure. I, that's all I wanted to know. That's it. Next question. I mean, you know, she doesn't like uh, play video games now. She's a year and a half old. Um, <laughs> I mean, so we have quite the limitations no, no, at the no, moment. I'm just saying, like, you have this strong proclamation of, I can't believe that parents limit their children. Like, I, when I, if I ever have a kid, you know, I remember you being pretty strong on this point that, um, I don't see the point. I I don't I don't like I don't see the long game or the const- like it it seems it definitely seemed to me like as a kid that my parents weren't asking critical questions about like what they were hoping to get out of telling me to stop doing whatever I was doing. Like it just kind of felt like uh well my parents always told me to knock shit off so I'm figure there's some <laughs> list of things I should tell you to knock off. Yeah. And uh I, you know as an adult looking back I feel that was misguided. I I do not feel like they were improving my life by telling me to stop doing things I was enjoying. Um, and I don't, by that, I don't mean like, you know, fucking weed or whatever. I mean like, you know, playing Chrono Trigger or something, you know? Um, and so, you know, I want to do as little of that as possible. I mean, there is stuff I run into with my daughter where like, I don't know, like an example from this week, I'm still like kind of mad at myself. Like she, like I was just kind of like sitting on the couch looking at my phone or whatever. And uh, she got, like, real upset that the gate was closed to, like, not be able to leave that room. And um, this is a boring story. I apologize. Uh, And I was, like, uh, I don't know, just didn't, like, just getting up and, like, patrolling the whole, like, following her around the whole house. I was, like, I'm kind of tired. I just got done doing that. And so, you know, she just stood at the gate crying for a while. And, you know, I was, like, it's not like I was just like laughing at her or something. Like I tried to comfort her, but I didn't get up and open the gate and follow her around. And that kind of stuff I would like to, my goal is to be a parent more where I put like, like I, I think a lot of times stuff like that, like it's not like I was trying to instill discipline in her. I was just like, you know, fucking lazy and put my <laughs> needs before hers. And I, I was about my to goal say. as a parent is to do more like, you know, I feel like a lot of that stuff is that, you know, like I, I feel like a lot of things, the parents are like telling kids to knock it off. It's because it's going to take some effort on the parents to monitor that activity or like set up whatever they're trying to do. And they're just kind of like, eh, I've had a long day. Shut up. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's so enlightening to me. I love that so much. No, but I don't. I don't so I can celebrate that. I don't I'm think that's entirely that. accurate oh, by the way. Oh. I can relate to that. I mean, I can relate. Dude, to you don't that. see parents like at fucking restaurants and shit that are just like, like they're not do like. It, I don't know. I I feel like I I I can't think of a bunch of specific examples outside of the one in my life that I just gave. But I, I feel like there's plenty of times that it's just the parents telling them no because they're lazy. Oh, they're just tired. I can get that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Saying tired is is a lot more charitable and probably more accurate than being judgmental and saying lazy. I think maybe. In, in in defense, maybe it's a more of an annoying thing. Like, stop being fucking annoying right now, would be but, one thing. Yeah, but but, he, but even that, like, it's like you know, it's only hurting you. Like, you you, you could choose to, and I I'm, I'm saying you. I, I don't want to make this like oh, adversary no. autumn. No, 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 we're not. Um, but like, you know, the the adult has a choice of like whose needs are going to come first. Like, the kids need to. Uh, scream at the top of their lungs or your need to like just have that noise stop um and i i think that i've seen a lot of people around 
who I don't feel like think about that choice very much that are just like, Jesus, kids, shut the fuck up. And I would like to be the kind of person who at least half the time is like, well, you know, I told him to shut the fuck up last time. So this time, if you want to scream, fucking go at it, dude. I, I got two ears, like whatever. I'll put some plugs in. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, you're you're Go always going to have those I was going to say you're always going to have those moments where you react in a very emotional way and then afterwards you're like I shouldn't have done that whether you tell them they need to be quiet or yell at them or I, you know I, I've had mine screaming and stuff while I was trying to work since everybody's working at home from now and they're not listening so whatever is next to me I just throw it at them that type of thing and afterwards you're like that was probably not the the right thing i i do like the wish story. it wasn't a bowling pin <laughs> no it was not one time it was i think it was a, a an official mini xfl football but um <laughs> it always goes back to xfl for you it does but i do like tc's story that the whole impetus of this was letting kids do whatever they want and then in the beginning of his story is this kid's trapped behind a gate <laughs> i'm gonna let her do whatever, whatever you want dude. in this Everyone little room got a year and a half old has a <laughs> So she's in her cage. We're a big proponent of letting her do whatever. When she's want. in her cage, I let her do whatever she wants. Anything, anything she desires. I mean, it's either that or letting me Tide Pods, dude. You know the deal. Yeah, you're right. No, you're you're right on. Oh my dude, god! Can I just say how much I've always loved TC's train of thought, the way he thinks things through and enunciates them, and just kind of explains like. All right, here's my super deep thought, and this is why I'm thinking it. And he's always able to articulate that. That's always been so impressive to me. That's my favorite. Yeah, thank you, man. I mean, I, I remember, like, I don't know. I, I feel like it's kind of like a, an OCD tick, like, kind of thing. Like, as a, as a kid, I just, like, would always, like, I would spend half my time just, like, retracing my thoughts of being, like, how did I get here? Why had this one? It led to this one. It led to this one. So I, I don't know. I guess it's always been something that's like uh, I've, I've paid more attention to than, than probably made sense. I don't think it's that important how I got. Well, I think but... that's a lot of the reason why I love your podcast so much because you guys will take something so innocuous and break it down, and then you will think it through so much and just articulate it in a way that it's interesting to the listener. And that's well, that's what I really love about the podcast. It's also, it can be a little intimidating. My own personal story was uh, going over to TC's house for one of their rabble watching parties like four years ago. And yeah. way to brag, uh, bro. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, bragging montage. So, and this was probably, this may have been the first time I'd ever really talked to TC at all and didn't really know each other very well. And I made a comment that was really meant to be sarcastic, but I don't think he knew that. And he talked about like the detail and breaking something apart. Like uh -huh. whatever I said, he ripped it apart in a lot of detail. And I just didn't have the courage just to be like, yeah, I was just kind of joking, man. I just kind of sat there. <laughs> Feeling like I was about two inches tall. <laughs> I don't have any recollection of that. Do you, do you, what was the subject matter? I don't remember. I'm sure it was something that was ridiculous because I'm a moron and I just said whatever came to mind. And you were basically just like, yeah, that doesn't really make any sense at all for these reasons that I'll now, now lay out in front of everyone. And I just kind of <laughs> I just kind of sat back in silence. Went back to yeah, watching the game. I don't know. Anytime I'm meeting someone new, you know, I think most people's impulse is uh, – you know, if, if 
if you're talking, then there's not an awkward silence, right? So I'm, I'm really trying to say anything that's coming to my mind at that point. <laughs> hey, so uh, if we don't have this, uh, this weird, weird space between us. Can I, uh, can I tell the story of when we met, you and me? Sure. Because Since TC there's, does there's not remember people. this. So yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah. I'm excited to learn for the first time. <laughs> We were at the uh, Fort Worth, um, gosh, I can't remember the name of the place. It's where you guys would always do the live podcast in Chat Dallas. Room? No, oh, not off the record. Yeah, yeah. Off the record. Thank you. You guys yeah. did one in Fort Worth, and I came to it. And afterwards, um, I was talking to, eh, I don't know if I should say her name, but Jake's significant other slash roommate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, she and I were talking, we'd known each other from prior. So we were just kind of catching up or whatever. And right in the middle of our conversation, you came up and just kind of stormed the table like Kool-Aid man. It was like, when does Heim close? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. I, I want to know the answer. And looked at you like, and I said, well, um, they kind of just close whenever they uh, run out of food. And uh, you were like, okay, cool. And you walked away and she was like, Gosh, and I was like, ah, oh, so glad I've met TC now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I got home that day, so you know, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm, glad. Uh, stuff I'm just glad I got the TC experience. That's what was the, that was the takeaway for me. I wish I had your takeaway is that I love barbecue, you know, like uh, guilty as charged. I was about to say, I, I was about to bombard with my TC story, but I've I've literally got nothing. No, but he just came from my blind spot, man. My left, my left tackle just completely missed that block, and next thing you know, I'm, I'm laying out, and the ball's on the ground. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a short question. I don't feel like I ended your uh, your conversation. Oh, for sure, man. It was just it was funny. I enjoyed it. I, I quick totally bit of info. It. I do want to circle back to uh, to Brad's question about whether or not I uh, I want to work again, um, and just wow, say I'm like sorry. you know. He's been holding what? on to this. I, I, no, I just I had another thought uh, coming come into my mind. Um, I just I just want to encourage you to like uh, open your mind to the world of leisure, man. Like God didn't put you on this earth to uh, to toil for the for the man, you know. Well, uh, he he gave you your life for you, dude. Uh, yeah. You get to use it as you see fit, and the the fact that we have like decided on moss that. Uh, the way we see fit is to go and uh, take order from orders from others. I, I think that's worth uh, worth questioning. You know, uh, I, I just just encourage you to try and uh, internalize that viewpoint as you go forward. I feel like it'll improve things. Thank you, TC. <laughs> so that's my that's my gift to you, dude. <laughs> TC, what do I do about my TCU MBA student loans? No one cares. Shut up. No, no I want to know, like, because I want to live TCU or TC's life, but I have this uh, debt hanging over me, so. That's your own Are you done fault. with the MBA? I uh, will be in December. That's tight, that's tight. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, the 80s were a different time when MBAs didn't cost that much, but my dad right. got an MBA, and I don't know, worked out pretty good for him. He no, it's working out great for bank. me, but I can't stop being a wage cut guy. All right. Can, can I respond? You can't stop being what? He, he's wage I can't. Cut. He's a wage cuck. He's a wage cuck. Oh, sorry. Oh. oh, okay. So why, like, if I'm encouraging to lead this life of leisure, how am I going to do it with all this MBA debt? Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's a little too late for you, dude. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you're done. Me and TC are the smart ones. We didn't go to college. 
That's fine. I'll, yeah. I'll go to my Zoom meetings. I'll do my graphs and submit my projects. And let, and... let me respond to TCs. I, 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 yeah, I'm please. not. I'm not speaking from a guy who wasn't out of work for the last two months now. So I, I got I got laid off in June, and I just got started back up and working in August. So I, I'm only speaking as as far as that. I wasn't being an asshole. Like, uh, come yeah, on, no, man, what? get back to work. I was just saying. Uh, I I I spent time with my children, and and I was home. But I was also thriving to like, I was like, I got to, even if I have like a horrible job, at least I'm like doing something. Like I felt, uh, I felt, um, I'm not going to say emasculated, but maybe that is the best term for it. But it, it's just like, I was, I've got to go out there into the world and, and do something is, is what I was, was, uh, what yeah, I was getting whenever to. like the, the time in between Pensacola and getting the ticker job, uh, I, I felt those feelings very strongly. I was, I was not happy that I wasn't working. I was very frustrated. I did not feel great about how things were going. Um, but you know, having the Patreon, like it, it, it really does provide me like enough of a fig leaf to be like, well, it's not like I'm doing nothing. Like I'm doing something that yeah. apparently people value at you know this this rate. So, you know, the fact it doesn't take much effort, I I feel like is kind. You know, it's not like fucking, uh, you know, the Waltons are uh, real bothered every day by the fact that you know just owning their stocks uh, doesn't take much effort. It seems like they're able to get on just fine. Uh, so you know, about that? Um, I, I I will do that in my way. I never, I never actually looked at your Patreons. Wow. You can still so, ma- making as much money as you can, doing as little work as possible should TC, be everyone's way of life. TC is yeah. a one percenter now. Look at him. No, uh, <laughs> you know I'm, I'm not at the that Chapo level. I'm not even sniffing that Chapo. Level. You guys know how much Chapo makes. I guess, uh, the I guess we'll Trap look. House Patreon. Yeah, you're on Patreon right now anyways. Just type in Chapo Trap House. Okay. Look at that no fucking way. number, dude. No way. Well, TC is making... Well, not... I mean, I guess he has to split this halfway, but his is... Uh, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> TC, Wait, TC and... Uh, they were making 4000 some odd uh, month, but Chapo is making 155000 a month. Jesus yeah, fucking Christ. Oh Wait, is it too much for me to ask? Are y'all doing 50-50 or are you like, I don't know, man. I'm carrying this just <laughs> a more than you are. I do so. edit the podcast, so right. you are a host. Just advise me to say that, you know, this is um, the way it is. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy to talk about that because I, I spend plenty of time thinking about it. Um, yeah, I. it's usually that it's it's 50 50 um and it's usually jake like i think feeling some amount of guilt that like uh you know things are working out pretty good overall um and like you know i i do do like all the producing and like the the mixing and stuff like that um and so but I, i i just feel like the the most important thing for me is that we continue to do it uh, one, because I find it satisfying creatively, and two, because like it pays a lot of my bills. Um, and I think that it being the best value proposition for both of us is like increases the chances. Like it's not like I think that Jake would quit if it were sixty forty. I mean, if he's offering to make it sixty forty, he's saying pretty clearly he wouldn't quit if it were. But well, you know, whatever. I don't want to be close to it. 
What's that? What would Sean Bass do? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. uh, ask him next week. Okay. We <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, I just, I don't know. I want him as excited about it as, as I am and as dedicated to it as I am. And uh, I feel like the best way to do that is to make it as good a uh, value proposition for him as possible. So I, I would like to keep doing 50-50. Well, if everybody had TC's train of thought, we wouldn't have such a wage gap in this country. Just well, Just I would like to think. I, I would like that. to thank Mark. He's our one patron that we have through Anchor. <laughs> he gives us five dollars a month. So I just. Whoa! What the hell? Well, I'll send the check. I will send the check, guys. But it's a very small check. <laughs> so it's very small. So, I'm just saying. One guy gives us money. Okay, can I end it on on the most controversial? Sure. All right. Uh, last week I heard about uh, Jacob is probably going <laughs> to talk about this. Well, I, I didn't think this was the most controversial. I have one more. Yeah. Con- uh, no, it isn't? Well, I don't know if I'll have the sound on, and I don't know if you will even get. This is light work. I didn't know if we'd end on Kenosha. This will be on our po- This will be on our Patreon. We'll just end this on the. <laughs> this will be our longest podcast. But uh, where, where are you going with this, dude? <laughs> We're all wondering the same thing. Well, I never talked to anybody. I was like, I really want to talk to TC about Kenosha because I uh, I listened to the podcast last week and. Um, Damn, TC just got ambushed. I'm sorry, TC. I yeah. didn't <laughs> no, no, you're you're fine. TC's a big boy. Uh, he's, I just he's, don't know he's... until you. What what is the question? No, I, I listened last week, and it was. Uh, I don't. I'm not really a big uh, like defender of Kyle Rittenhouse, but uh, okay, good, good. <laughs> but I'm also not a uh, that options off the table. Wasn't sure. what? I mean, I'm not a also like he's a absolute murderer. I think a lot of it's still up in up in the air here. So, well, you know, he killed well, two people. So I don't know what different definition different. murderer you got. Well, but. if anybody, anybody in war, I guess kills anybody. Is are they murderers? I guess we'll, we could we could that is exactly we could discuss my feeling, yeah. I guess we could discuss. Maybe I've had a little too much scotch. I don't know if we should talk about this. No, please go. <laughs> I have this a is board. like five minutes of setup. You're not gonna walk away now. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna hold on to my controversial topic, but as long as guns are blazing, oh, I, hey, I, I got. Like, well, I, I, I specifically told, like, obviously, me and TC are are polar opposites on a in a political realm. I, I, t- I do what? I, I really don't. Well, I think we can find. Obviously, we, me and TC can find. Uh, agreements upon things but tc is very progressive and he is uh yeah uh, so i think i think you are a right wing uh libertarian i think he's a left wing libertarian so you can find I, the would, I don't i don't know i don't think there's left wing libertarians i would not consider myself libertarian i i you know, okay. there's lots of I I want lots of rules on like okay. powerful and no so, rules on that. Yeah, I, I'm even though I just heard wrong. on the podcast today he he believes in all liberties of like stuff. So, what do you mean? Well, I heard like the the kid. No, thing? it was the OnlyFans one. You know, you think people should be able to to make money? Like, 
So it's more um, libertarian. There. Yeah, I mean, I I think that like one thing that I I occasionally get frustrated with is I I believe that uh, every single person loves liberty, just like the, we define it differently. Like I I what I am craving is freedom. And what I feel is a lack of freedom is whenever there is a corporate boot on my neck, uh, you know, controlling like what what thing, you know, where I'm able to live, what kind of food I'm able to eat, um, you know, what what kind of places I can visit, stuff like that. And, you know, obviously there's a finite amount of resources. I, I don't think that every single person deserves to live in the, the finest penthouse in the top of Manhattan. Um, but I, I think that if we, like through an even distribution, uh, a more even distribution of the resources in the richest country on earth, everyone would be able to do more things. They, in, in my view, they would be able to have more freedom. You know, like if your boss was a dick to you, you'd be have the freedom to be like, hey, dude, fuck you. I got some money in the bank. Like, you know, eat a dick. I'm, I'm going to go work somewhere else and maybe I'm not going to work for a month and I'll be fine. Um, so, you know, that those are the kinds of freedoms that I focus on. And yeah, I understand other people focus on freedoms of like, uh, you know, whether or not the government tells you you can have a gun, things like that. I don't know. I hope that wasn't isn't so trivial that it's it seems like I'm being dismissive of the viewpoint. But like. I I I understand that uh, I understand that we all love freedom. We just define it differently. Um, but I I don't know. I'm not saying that you don't. But I I feel like it's often, you know, whenever people on the right are like, ah, oh, we're the party of freedom and liberty. Like, dude, everyone loves freedom and liberty. <laughs> well, I I I would to push back as much as I could is like if you believe in freedom and liberty, you know, I'm, tr I'm trying to give it where I want to start with that is but do you really i mean it, the thing is with i mean i have a definition of it that is not like you know most people don't think of like uh or in in a political context like focusing on whether or not you can tell your boss to fuck off is not most people's first and foremost thing of liberty but like i don't know i think they're wrong i'm not sure it's first and foremost but i think it's a pretty big deal well with the things that you were talking about like with like rules you know i don't want a bunch of rules but what's kind of funny about the corporate aspect which i think actually we might be able to find common ground on the corporate aspect we could be like well guess what who's makes all the rules guess what it's all the corporations and they're going to be like yeah we can't do yeah. that and then they end up going yeah we we want all this regulation but we're still going to be rich but you're not able to do that and that's that's kind of the the impasse that kind of the progressives and more or less libertarians have is we can't ever agree upon, okay, well, I want all this regulation. Well, I, I want the regul I, I don't think we need the regulation because in, ends up is a bunch of corporations are going to come out and go, yeah, we need this regulation because we're going to be able to, to, to kind of wade the storm with this regulation and the other people trying to come up and be an Amazon or a Walmart or something like that are never going to be able to even compete with us. And that's the, that's the issue yeah. that I come upon and be like, well, why don't we just make it open to everybody? I'm not, you know, if you're, Oh, I want an open market. You're not going, man, I'm pro Amazon. I'm no, I'm not pro Amazon. I want like seven Amazons. I want, I want ten. Yeah, yeah. I want ten WalMarts, and that's where I think we can all, you know, I I listen to your podcast, and or do you want to get there with a nationalized Amazon? How do you like that idea? I fucking hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Uh, it would get you the same thing, because 
you get a nationalized Amazon and it turns out to be just the the postal service and it's fucking bullshit. Friends, can I interject with a uh, breaking sports announcement? Have the Padres won? Who died? We have a uh, 3 p.m. Stars Avalanche Game 7 tomorrow. What the fuck? What yeah. happened? So, playing your skit. Uh, Vancouver won. They got the night game. So. A 3 p.m. Game yeah, 7. They got a back-to-back. They, they got a back-to-back. They just... So Vancouver just won game six to force to game seven. Vancouver and Vegas got a back-to-back game seven. They got the night game. So Dallas and Colorado have a 3 p.m. game seven tomorrow. Man, how is how is hockey not successful and just blowing These up this country? These are unprecedented times, Jay. Unprecedented times. This is the dumbest. This is the dumbest sport so ever. Stupid, dude. It's the NHL, stupidest. You know what it is? NHL is run hey, by just listen. bumpkins. They have no idea what they're doing. TC, TC are you, do you hear me? The yeah. NHL, the NHL is trying to get their season in before football, so they're rushing this shit in. That's why we had a back to back. Yep. They could do whatever yeah. they want, dude. I, exactly I don't really care hockey. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't care either. I don't know why they're rushing because I, whether you're pulling a zero point nine or a zero point seven, it doesn't no. matter. The same seventeen thousand five hundred people are watching, no matter what. All right, you are totally right, dude. But the NHL is so stupid. This is what they do. They're gonna make fucking they. Okay, the Canucks. And the Knights just poured their hearts out on the ice for this game six. They're going to really make them come back and skate tomorrow for a game seven. Because yeah, it's, pretty ridiculous. it's the stupidest thing right. in the world. I'm sorry. That's my sports interjection. No, it's fine. Let's bring it back to No, real I life. think me and TC will probably have I'm our done. own little podcast where we can sit around and yell at each other and, and then agree at the same time. So. Oh, my God. We got Matrix Brad. Matrix Brad. What? Yeah, Brad, your connection, you went you went like full NHL on us for a second, so <laughs> bring it back. What did you say? What was your hot point? No, I, I said me and TC could uh, have our own podcast together and we could yell at each other. I don't, I, I wasn't. No, I, me and TC will have our own podcast. You and Jay have your own podcast. No, no I, 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 I'm one of those guys who's, I'm literally, I'm listening to IJB and I'm like the, the guy who eats ice cream with the, the girls who are in the cardboard box or the cardboard, whatever cutout who are eating ice cream. And you're, that's what I do to IJB. I'm sitting there like yelling at the thing. I'm going, no, that's not exactly true. Or that's, you know, I, I, nah, I kind of disagree there. That's, that's kind of the thing I was, I was getting to, I don't know. I mean, if you look at other countries, uh, it makes it pretty clear that uh, nationalizing industries is not like uh, intrinsically set up to fail. It's only it only fails if it's done poorly. Uh, we don't we don't have to do it poorly. Like there's there's lots of nationalized industries that are uh, very profitable, successful, and uh, a real a real boon for the countries that have them. Um, you know, I mean, like th- their post office, all the post offices in the Nordic countries, like are, uh, are run well, and uh, you know, like uh, offer lots of other services, and like have have not faced the budget crisis that uh, United States ones does without asking for steeper handouts from uh, from the government. 
Um, you know, we just like have a bunch of people in government who don't want these things to succeed. So they don't succeed. And I guess, you know, I mean, I guess you're saying if we nationalize Amazon, we're still going to be in the same country with those idiots. Uh, so maybe they'll fuck it up, but, uh, I don't know. No. You know, uh, it's, it's not going to happen anyways. So if I can imagine it happening, then I think I should be within my rights to imagine that, uh, like I can snap my fingers and they'll get the good ideas and stop with this stuff. Well, so, I think, yeah, I think that's where progressives and libertarians come together is that we have this, what? we have this, uh, fantasy world that we don't want to live in and we'll never achieve either one of them, but we'll always talk about it. I want to hear Jake rebuttal. A Jay rebuttal? No, I didn't have. I didn't have yeah. a rebuttal. Jay. Yeah, Jay wants to nationalize Amazon too. <laughs> I, I want to just. I don't know what to do with anything. Jay's not here for that. He's here for like Howard the Duck, you know, type things or something like that. I don't know. But. but uh, it, Damn it, Brad. Well, here's the here's the thing. I will. I'm going to leave with with TC is. You know what. Well, at least he's smiling in the frozen face on the screen. <laughs> See, I agree. Well, yeah, he is. So he's he did not pay. He's so he's frozen for him. everybody else. Okay. Um, Stop talking, Brad. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brad, take the five dollars from Anchor, buy a new router, get back to us. <laughs> I, I, well, here's the here's the thing. I'm in I'm in a hotel room, so I apologize for the Wi-Fi. Stop. Okay. Can you? Is, is no one can hear me now? <laughs> Just bear with him. So, uh, what's your thoughts on the Kentucky Derby? Let's end the Saturday? podcast. Give us, give us Let's your fantasy the call right now. We're done. All right. We're not ending the podcast because you suck. I wouldn't. Okay. I mean, I guess y'all could just have <laughs> yeah, the podcast. Dude, we didn't want to talk about the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Well, can I? Can everybody hear me right now? Is it that bad? Yeah, no, I, okay. I can hear you now. Hey, your internet. I Bill. am in a hotel. No, this is Hampton this Inn. Is... I can't do anything about it. Hey, you're oh, fine yeah. now. We just asked TC for his uh, Kentucky Derby. Uh, fantasy we are not ball. going to talk about that because I'm sure he has no desire to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just now learning that that race is being run. <laughs> I was like, really? They're doing it? Um, uh, give me sea biscuit. <laughs> give me sea biscuit. <laughs> TC, this is what I'm going to end with. I would love, I, I would make a compromise, and Jacob might as well. And that, oh, we can have all those things, but we would have to stop having all the the wars. That's why we can't have anything, and all the things. Don't sure. even start. Up. Yeah, I hate war. Another hour. No, an well, hour well war. this is where we can come together, and I feel like TC and where we could talk past each other at all times. But okay. If I made a compromise, okay, what's the biggest thing that you want? Like nationalized healthcare? Like I would fully yeah. hate that. Okay? But if it means that okay, we stop all the national wars, I would take it in a second. I mean, I would take it in a second. I mean, I mean, it would, it would it would suck to have uh free cancer treatments, but you'd be willing to do it if we could stop wars. <laughs> I love that you phrased it in bad faith, but sure. <laughs> I mean, whatever, dude. We're not. Uh, this isn't uh, the presidential debate. No, uh, that's not podcast. what I was it's saying at all. Bad. You know. No, I understand. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, no, I, I, I hate war. I think it's uh, the worst. That's it's, uh, fucking insane. The degree to which is a drain on 
the national resources. I mean, it's, it's separate from the fact that like killing foreigners is wrong, <laughs> you know. That's kind of what would it take a t- take a yeah go on the limb there for that i mean yes that's bad well you know i mean you say that but uh apparently most of the leaders throughout time have disagreed with for that sure. position so well there's a military industrial complex i mean you can't get past that so dwight was trying to tell you he dude, was should have listened to him see me and tc i didn't think i didn't know how this podcast was gonna go <laughs> and tom and, and uh with bad wi-fi we still went through it but <laughs> I uh, I feel like we can have common ground on things, and you know, of course, me and TC agree on uh, disagree on some things, and that's fine. And but he's a sweetheart for coming on, and I greatly appreciate it. And I'm gonna end the pod. I'm gonna end the podcast because we're almost at two and a half hours, and we've got to almost stop. We just got to stop. This isn't Joe Rogan. He's got to get to his next appointment. His handlers are so mad TC's right now. Like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Stop, stop, stop. Yeah, I've got a uh, got a got a strict appointment to jump off the end of this dock in a minute here. Yeah. Well, man, what a life! I'm very envious. Well, does anybody else have well, anything else for TC? You, this is the only time we'll ever talk yeah, to I, him. So let's do this. That's yes. All right. TC, I've been a fan for ten years. Thank you for coming on. Um, all the best wishes to you and your wife and your daughter. And again, thank you so much. I told you to be nice to him. I didn't... Thank you, man. Thanks for letting me know whether or not Heim was open uh, <laughs> and for everything else. Hey, man. Hey, TC, if you ever want to go golfing with Travis, let me know. I'll hook you up. We'll make it happen. I don't know how to golf, say, dude. He and, uh, oh, I, I beg to differ, Mr. Fowler. <laughs> and uh, to Jay, I want you to know that uh, – uh, you came up last weekend. Me and Brick were uh, were hanging out at the farm, and he, uh, I, I, I mean, he was just scrolling through his phone. So I guess easy enough to imagine. But just out of nowhere, he was like, "Man, Jay Cranfield, one of the best tweeters out there." So, <laughs> How about that? Good. To you, dude. So yeah, I'll give it to him. He's pretty good. Brick, Brick, and I have. Uh, I, I think we've only we've only talked on like two occasions, and one was at a ticket stock where I actually uh, uh, kind of walked up to Machine in the crowd as he was walking through somewhere, and we were talking, and then Brick walks up, and uh, I knew who he was. I mean, he introduced himself and all that, but we never talked. And then Machine kind of did the, uh, well, I got to get up to the stage. So it's just me and Brick. We are two people that don't have anything in common, generally speaking. True. Well, at least I didn't think so at the time. But we had a very good conversation. We've talked it off the record a couple times. But he he is the guy that I feel like I am on board and agree with about 90% of the things that he tweets about, even though I only understand about half the ones as to what he's talking yeah. about. But That's I'm where like, I'm at. But yeah. I'm like, this is – I'm in agreement with this. This guy he's yeah. referring to, I have no idea who it is. And uh, I'm not even sure what this phrase means, but I'm on board. I don't know what he's saying, but he's right. <laughs> Great man. Go down to the farm, dude. It's it's a magical place. What area is this farm in? You don't just give me an address, but uh, it's like halfway to Houston. It's off. It's probably like twenty minutes off of forty-five. Okay. Like um, uh, we we picked up the we watched the uh Brian news news broadcast, ten o'clock news. Okay. Really. All right. Well, I'm I'm interested. I like four wheelers. 
I got I got, <laughs> yeah, I got Landon Hearn, They're so dope. that's interesting. There you go. Yeah, no, Hearn. Hearn is not far. Oh, really? That's wow. interesting. Um, all right. <laughs> Did you want to talk about her? TC <laughs> like having fun. I'm not sure that this <laughs> podcast was fun or funny or any type of anything, but I I I, I enjoy. Um, I will read. Good man. No, this was a hit. TC, give us um your best advice from a professional like yourself. You're in the major leagues. What do we need to do? I don't, I don't know. 